It is Thursday, August 17th, and it is time already for the season four finale of the Screaming Idiots show. It's been a fucking blast. We've had some awesome guests on here. Um, again, want to send a special thank you to all of our guests that have come on. Uh, without you guys, this show would not be possible. Tyler, we forgot to turn the air conditioner off like we do every time, so I'm going to... I'm going to ask you. I can to, do it. Uh, Preston, I'm going to ask you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, want to thank all of our guests and, of course, want to thank all of our listeners because, once again, without you guys, this uh, this would not be possible. So, uh, want to welcome in our final guests for the season, Cody and Gabe. Yes, I'm terrible with names. I said this <laughs> once before. Still I'll not as bad twice. as me, though. Cody and Gabe from uh, 99.7 The Blitz, which, for the listeners that are not in Ohio... That is the biggest rock metal station in the entire state and the only, if I'm not mistaken, independently owned station in Mm -hmm. the state of Ohio, which is awesome because, you know, as we talk about on this show all the time, we're all about uh, independent record labels and shit like that. That's right up our alley. So I want to thank Cody and Gabe for giving us some of their time to come in and uh, uh, chat with us. So thanks for coming on, guys. How are you guys doing? Yeah, thanks for having us. I was going to say, are you both located in Columbus? Living in Columbus or Columbus area, mm-hmm. so probably an hour drive for I y'all. Am. He is. I'm not. I'm uh, 20 minutes away. I'm oh, like nice. Mount Sterling. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad then. Mm-mm. Well, good. So, well, how the hell are you? Two? <laughs> good. <laughs> so, yeah, happy to be here. So big chilling. Let's go. So, Cody, we've talked about how this couch will suck you in, man. It will, man. It'll get you. So, Cody, you are a DJ, correct? That correct. is your official position with the Blitz. I am a DJ and promotions coordinator. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Gabe, what do you do with with the Blitz? I'm a, I'm a DJ too, but okay. not not to the same extent. Okay. Um, and uh, I just do a lot of fill in stuff. Like I work, you know, promotions, a fill in production. Nice. Cut commercials and stuff. Nice. Cool. So what does it what does it mean to be like promotions coordinator? I I set up all of our events <clears throat> that you see that we have going on. I okay. um yeah, just I lead the events. So any event so that you see, festival, so like festivals. <laughs> she says she's the boss lady. Yeah, yeah. Yes. she's a kinda. So <laughs> so so you mean like music festivals, concerts, yeah, shit like, like that. We'll set up a. Uh, we just had a set up at Sonic Temple. Yeah, I set up the tent for that, but um. And we do set up at some concerts, but like we'll even like events at a gas station or okay, or yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So oh. I was gonna say, not the fan does that too. Chops always has to go yeah. to fucking yep. yeah, yeah. So set up those booths. And we stuff. should have had you at uh, Buckeye City, Buckeye, Motor- uh, yeah. City Motorsports. Did you hear about that show? They are yeah. a client of ours. Yeah. Okay. okay. I remember you telling me about that, the Buckeye City Motorsports event that you guys were going to be playing at. That was I totally just, yeah. told you. <laughs> totally. Do you not I, don't, I don't remember. Do you not remember? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he doesn't fucking remember. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's the next event that Screaming Evidence is going to be at? But And then you mentioned oh, that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, that was just I remember what, now. I, was I, I needed, I needed like the rest like of the that. story. I needed the beginning yeah, and it's the okay. middle. Yeah. We can't put remember on this show the math doesn't math. We can't math, put yeah. two plus two. The math doesn't math. I just math. have a really good memory. It's we do a lot of Creed references and don't be fat in the dress. Yeah. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So so many inside jokes. Any new listeners that hop on there, they're going, What the fuck are they talking about? Why is he singing my own prison so emphatically? Like, <laughs> so I <laughs> Here we give go. It, Here we go. The, give the people what they want. <laughs> Should have been dead on a Sunday morning, banging my hair. 
<laughs> I hope you two love Creed. That was beautiful. Oh, it's it terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. It's it's supposed to be terrible. So I, I'm again, I'm a shitty <laughs> guitarist, and I sure as hell can't sing. So, <laughs> so like, do you guys like sign autographs? Like, do mm-hmm. people like, hey, can I have your autograph? Like, have you ever gotten that? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, that's it's cool. so weird to me. I bet it is. I bet that <laughs> I'm is. I'm just porn. a radio DJ. <laughs> yeah, but you are a radio DJ, both of you, for the easily the most recognizable you know like the the fucking radio station of my <clears throat> entire upbringing except yeah. for the Mine time too, when yeah. it went to the rock yeah. no offense 99 cent but when y'all were the rock and you were playing the eagles i'm like mm, that ain't it that's not my lawnmower jams so when they went back to the blitz i, I was back yeah, i think jams. everyone there like makes jokes about that too like it's something that you just want to kind of forget about forget. like yeah. it's, it like first, it's like that first it's like that first spouse that you like think you guys are going to live that yeah. one down no, no. What, what time <laughs> that was uh do you remember, do you know when the time frame of that was was um, that I, I was in high school so okay. you're and you're uh, our nine, age right maybe yeah Something so, like that. I was going to say, because I thought, because I remember it was the Blitz towards, like, when I had my driver's license, it was back to the Blitz. And I got my mm-hmm. license in, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. The Rock didn't last very long. No. That was a whew, Feels bad. like a little blimp yeah. on the radar. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was, I, and they were trying to compete with, like, I don't know what the purpose of it was, if they were trying to compete with, like, 96.3 or something like that. Some of those big rock stations out of, like, Dayton and shit. But it was, it was not great. And I'm glad that it, it went back. No, and even... In the building, too, it's like there's memorabilia everywhere. Okay. And the only thing of the rock, I think there's one thing in the garage, and then uh, the, the production guy has a mug. It just sits on his That's desk. It. I don't think he's ever even used it. There's just oh, yeah. he puts his they tried to wipe it from the face of the fucking earth. Is what I, yeah. Okay. Did you guys have like a ceremony when you switched back to the Blitz and like you burned all the like merch and stuff? Like, yeah, you did like I a haka around there. At the time, so I don't know. And you, you guys have been with 99.7 how long then? I've been with them for, I think, like over 10 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. okay. And I know, Gabe, I mean, like you said four, before we started recording, you've been with five. them for. I guess about five now. It was yeah. like 2018 when I started interning. Yeah. yeah. And you started out as an intern, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So that's cool. like I got hired basically like when COVID started dying down. I got yeah. hired full January time. 2020, but like. Yeah. yeah, it worked for like six weeks, and then they were like, "Hey, we'll catch you in a yeah, little bit." Yeah, we'll let you yeah. know. What's so I got going a, <laughs> I got a question. Before you get into that, real quick, I want to say for all the YouTube viewers out there, these two understood the fucking assignment and wore band shirts. Yes, we like shit the bed on this one. So I'm bad still job, in my work attire. I have, bad job. I, I do us. have a support local music shirt on. I, I'm in the yeah. typical country bumpkin that just got off work. Shit. So I think they this understood is all we own, though. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, that's uh, it's funny as the years have went on, my wardrobe has turned into other than work clothes and like athletic clothes. It's jeans. A pair of Converse and Vans and a band shirt. That's it. You guys want to go to a sh- uh, a concert and do some clothes shopping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you see other people in band shirts, you're like, best friend. Best mm-hmm. friend? Yeah. Anyways, you, have- Anyways, you had a question. Go ahead. Yeah, so my question is, how, do, how did that process look like trying to get hired on as an intern with Blitz? I, I went to a broadcasting school and my instructor worked at the Blitz Okay. And um, I, he was like, you want to come in and shadow me one night? And I went in and shadowed him. And then I just like networked from there. I met the um, production director and he gave me his card. And then I called him. I was like, hey, can I intern with you? Intern with the production director. And then as I was there, I, I met 
the morning show at the time, which was Blazer and Mo. Oh yeah. And I, I remember that. I remember talking to them and trying to get on from um, interning with them, and then I I got hired as an internship with them, and then I met promotions through them, and then so, yeah, that's just networking, just talking. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it seems so simple. Right. Well, it's <laughs> you know? same thing with you, Gabe. Just kind of networking deal, or how did you come across? Pretty much, like, uh, it, but it was like a kind of a retroactive. I went to media school as well, and um, I was actually trying to do sports commentary, and then uh, go Bucks? Um, question mark? Huh? Go Bucks? Yeah, question go Bucks. Mark? Absolutely. Right, go yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, oh, I baby, let's go. <laughs> People uh, almost died tonight. Okay, but, uh, good answer. I had a, <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy who uh, worked there. Uh, he he <clears throat> now is at a station in Michigan. Okay. Um, but I was cramming for a project one night at like ten o'clock, and he just he worked there part time, and he we were talking. He's like, "You need an internship?" I was like, "Yeah, actually, because uh, the one I had had fell through," and. Um, I've, I've listened to it my whole life. Same deal. Like that's what I grew up on and, yeah. um, you know, metalhead and yeah, it just happened. I just knew somebody basically. That's and, awesome. Yeah. I, I, I just annoyed. If you remember Nuber, Nuber and, yes. and Thick Rick, you know, I just yep. annoyed them. I wouldn't leave. I'd, I'd got my internship and then I'd stay and it'd be like noon. And Nuber's like, all right, dude, like I got to do my job now. Go home. <laughs> like, Go no. home. Persistence is key, my man. Persistence yeah. is key. That's awesome. I guess the reason I ask that is because when I was in school, I actually applied for an internship there and never heard shit. No, you didn't. I did. I was should have your red head ass back either. <laughs> red beard? I don't know. I just, I, okay. there was like an application process. Oh I did the thing, sent in Tyler, the resume. Tyler, I would have helped you out. And, uh, yeah, so that didn't I can happen. See his face you got to use right. the connections you no, have. His face is matching his beard right now. This bourbon is kicking in quick. Mm. I can feel it. Speaking <laughs> of that, really quick, we did want to shout, shout oh, yeah, out we, this bourbon. Like we, we, we usually do a bourbon shout out. So we are yeah. drinking a, a, a double barrel selection of yep. Heaven's Door. We've been hooked on the Heaven's Door for a Ooh, while. It's so good stuff. Preston picked so up a good. new bottle of the double barrel. And uh, yeah, we're, we're riding the Heaven's Door train pretty hard on the Screaming Idiots. I've been taking gulps over here. I almost made a really bad joke. <clears throat> I'm going to do it anyways. I'll give you something to gulp on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're off the you rails go to 12 minutes. Me off again. Yeah. Well, that's how we got Chris Hollywood on here. Mm. We auctioned you off. So I'm curious as to, you know, what, what was it like, you know, going from, you know, Cody, you know, I talked. Gabe, you talked about how you originally wanted to be in sports casting. Like, that was your original dream. Cody, did you always want to work in, like, the rock and metal music scene as far as... You said you went to media school, so, like, was the, the radio... Was that what you always wanted to do? No, I, I originally wanted to be a music editor for movies. Like, I okay. wanted to make... I wanted to be the one who puts the the music with the scene like the score of of a yeah not so much the score because i don't have much musical talent i mean i feel i would like to have learned more but no it was you more want to so pick out the soundtrack and put that in there yeah i feel like that makes the scene so much <clears throat> absolutely like, yeah big deal that's that's what there's I not enough rock in in movies these days listen Right. I'm about to nerd the fuck out because oh, back shit. in the day, Dragon Ball Z would put Pantera over like just about every fight scene. Like really? there was so much metal in the old Dragon Z movies. Go watch Broly Unbound. That's <laughs> tens by off of the uh, or tens by Pantera off the Great Southern Trend Kill. Yeah, dude. 
I'm not gonna lie. My my kid watches some anime show and the intro is metal as fuck. And every time it comes on, I'm like, fuck yeah. More I have metal no idea what it everything. is. I I never understand. Yeah. Some of these shows. That's why your kid are needs weird. To, your kids need to watch Dragon Ball Z, not Naruto. I mean, yeah. Naruto is pretty cool, man. Naruto is mind. okay. Yeah. But, but anyway, so you know, what was it like, kind of? You know, I think we can all in some way say, well, here was the dream we had when we were 16 and here's where we are now. Mm -hmm. So when you think about where you're at now, you know, how does it feel to have come from, you know, where you started as an intern to, you know, being a freaking DJ on the biggest, you know, rock and metal station in the state of Ohio? I, I it, it feels awesome. Sometimes I don't even realize that that's until like sitting here like that's true like that's yeah. what it is you know i don't know i it's like a, a second home to me it's i've just known it for years and that's awesome and i think it's probably it helps for to hear something like that from an outside perspective you know when it's your everyday life you know i'm sure that celebrities or rock stars you know whatever it might be don't think about oh wow i'm really here this is really my life every day mm -hmm. it sometimes can take an outside perspective to go Yo, you're like big deal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I I love going to shows and 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 me making friends. Like that's my favorite thing to do and it's it's more so like people when people do notice that I work at the Blitz, it is easier to make friends, I guess, sure. in that way, but that's one of my favorite things to do from working at the Blitz is going to the shows and meeting all the people who love like what I do. Yeah. I love well, the I mean, music that I... Well, I mean, you two, you know, y'all kind of found each other through... Yeah, yeah, we did. yeah so... although we don't really listen to the same kind of music. Oh, not, don't take me down this fucking rabbit hole. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> we're going to get there, but I know yeah. that... The you know box what? has already been opened. You know, uh, you know all right, what? All right, so I know you got some shit that's uh, like... Oh, go, go ahead. You, I was just going to say, it, it's really cool to hear that because there's a sense of... We've talked about it on this show... There's a sense of community, whether it's a local show or a big show with your your absolute most favorite bands, and watching random people mingle together. That is one of the <clears throat> coolest experiences. Yeah. That I mean, fortunately, we've been a part of. I don't know how many times now, yeah, but absolutely, um, it's always cool to hear somebody else's perspective. Just yeah, to hear other people's yeah, stories. Yeah, right? and that's I yeah, mean, that's, that's awesome. the whole reason we started this podcast. You know, is to to create a space for people like us. I say people like us like we're weirdos, but a lot of people not in this scene think we are. And so to kind of weird. Aren't we all? Yeah, though? we're all super weird. I I was just, I'm, a, I'm a 28 year old man that was just talking about Dragon Ball Z, but um, <laughs> I get made fun of on YouTube for wearing, wearing flip flops, flip -flops and and jeans. jeans. Yeah. Which is, that is kind of weird, bro. He's like, all right, man. He's like, all right, bro. I don't. He's looking at Cody, going, "Babe, I don't know if this was the you right move." You brought me where? So y'all don't listen to the same type of music. So let's let's dive a little bit into that. What's who listens to what? We kind of do, like some of, of it, crossover, like. But there's a lot of not crossover. Yeah, he's you're super thrash. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of new metal. Okay. Yeah. I love new metal. Like, I'm Slayer. All. She's Deftones. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yes. Hey, know. hey. What the fuck? No, That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I didn't know you loved Deftones. Oh, he oh, fucking, fucking honestly meat probably rides, <laughs> probably like top <laughs> three. We just best friends. Hey, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you a band that I accidentally stumbled upon 
this morning. Oh, yes. <laughs> Today. Yep. That uh, you would probably love Narrowhead. I don't know. I don't know. Very shoegazy kind of. Yep. You know, definitely vibey, heavy stuff. Please send them to me. I'm saving them right now. It's a fad right now that's coming back. I don't know. I love it. I don't know what it fucking means. Style feel. Shoegazy. Do you watch South Park? Yes. You know the Goth Kids? Yes. What they would listen to. Okay. Fucking Goth, not emo. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Those fucking yeah. emo kids. Yeah. I do voices. Yeah, I do. You ever heard Patrick Starr, you know? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. So you say she's more Deftones and you're more Thrash. Who's your favorite Thrash band? Uh, Slayer. Okay. Um, like, I'm a life, like, lifer when okay. I was a little kid. I okay. loved them. Uh, newer stuff, Power Trip. Uh, I got Not to familiar. see Power Trip a few there's times a new There's new Thrash metal bands? Yeah, uh, power dude, power. Well, power trips not a thing. Their their singer passed away about a oh, year uh, okay. and a half gotcha. ago. Damn. Um, but amazing. Check them out. Um, Havoc trip. is pretty good. They're they're still like they just like they're it. touring. They just played in Columbus a couple weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, uh, Death Grips is like my favorite band right now. Death they're Grips. not thrash okay. metal at all. It's okay. like experimental industrial hip hop, I suppose. So it's like, but it's uh, hmm. the guitar fucks a computer. <laughs> I call it getting yeah. beaten up by a homeless crackhead in music core? form. No, no, it's just, it's just a wall of sounds and samples, and this guy yelling aggressively over Sweet. it, kind of with the drummer who did fuck. do. He used to play a lot of mathcore stuff. Their drummer, okay, uh, like came out of that. So, and they're from Sacramento, California, which is where Deftones is from. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So, huh. so it's it's man. it's cool yeah. because you know we're always talking to different people and and about talking about their. Music, lo- you know, what they love band-wise and genre-wise. And, you know, Preston and I are metalcore, deathcore, the, you know, that kind of thing. And grew up on thrash metal. The reason we picked up a guitar was James Hetfield, you know, yep. that things like that. But kind of got away from that, you know, just kind of came across, um, you know, when we were younger coming up, it was the the Kill Switch and Bullet and As I Lay Dying, and they transitioned us from thrash metal into metalcore and then it's become you know a day to remember and polaris and era and moths like monster flames and invent anime and make them suffer and spirit box you know all these different bands you say spirit box I did oh say yeah spirit box. i love spirit box. that's amazing yeah. they're, Planet they're blowing absolutely. up yeah. man so but like you know and me like you know motionless and white uh i could go on and on and on so it's interesting to me uh to hear some you know that sh- you guys listen to some stuff that was popular, you know, years ago. Because um, a lot of people don't really think about new thrash metal bands or new new metal bands that are still doing that same style. So, Cody, what are what's your some of your favorite bands? Um, I, I love kind of like '90s bands. My siblings are 15 years older than me, so growing up to Huge. to Tool, System of a Down. Yep. That's a big influence. Yeah, having older siblings. It is. It is. Like, I was five years old listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and I can relate because, so I have a sister that is, let me think really quick, nine years math, older than math. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really math on this show. I need some math core. Um, I have a sister that's nine years older than me, and I've talked about on this show. I have influences from 
old 90s R&B to early 2000s hip-hop to thrash metal to everything. But it was huge to me when I was around my sister, who was nine years older, listening to, you know, stuff that if if she wasn't, wasn't there, like, I would have never... Right. It would have never yeah. been a thing right. for me. That's how I feel. Like, would I love Tool as much as I love Tool right now if it weren't for my brothers? Yeah. You yeah. know, yep. like... Yep. Well, we've uh, a good buddy of ours that we've had on the show twice, uh, Derek Muncy. He's got uh, two older siblings, I believe, mm-hmm. and it, big grunge, like grew up on grunge oh, yeah. and yep. and '90s shit like that. Mm-hmm. So same kind of the same story where you know, like me, I was the oldest, so you know, I have a sister that's four years younger than me and a brother that's eleven years younger than me. So you know, I grew up on uh, Metallica, hair metal, Rat, Dokken shit like that uh and then kind of got went on my own path to Alice in Chains and Pantera and Love Slipknot Alice and, and Godsmack yep. and hey, dude, I'd like hey, hey. no <laughs> <laughs> it's all it did you say this time <laughs> he was Alice showing me Alice in Chains um, yeah. was that the unplugged album it's I can't the unplugged yeah, okay. friends don't That's let uh, friends, friends don't let friends get haircuts or something yeah yeah because they were making fun of Metallica for getting short, having short hair oh, yeah. during the load and reload days. <laughs> yeah, so they Allison Chains was clowning them for cutting their hair. But yeah, it's it's uh it's cool to hear everybody's passion, and I guess uh, you know that kind of relates to the radio station, um, because a lot of the reason that I kind of quit, and we can get into this, you know, the radio versus streaming thing here in a little bit. But a lot of the reason why, like somebody like me stopped listening to radio is because my my hunger for heavy grew and radio wasn't growing with it and i wanted i wanted heavier more i don't want to use the term obscure um but at the time i guess it was obscurity you know that a lot of these bands that i i was listening to was in you know what's the preston you you worded it perfectly like what's the line uh, yeah, a question I had had, and I think you're about to hit on yeah. it, but it's like, as time had went on, and whether we had got into heavier stuff or just stuff that was different, like, of course, 99.7 The Blitz, that's that's what we were listening to. Oh, yeah. That's all I listened to. And then we had got into streaming or Apple Music or downloading music on our phone. Like, from your guys' perspective, what is the, maybe there's not a hard line, but like, when you guys are putting together song lists or however you're going to go about the show... In regards to the heaviness of the music, what is the line that you guys draw into what can be selected and put on the show and what can't? I think it all boils down to um, the the record labels, right? Really? L- labels are a big part of it, for sure. Like, you can't, it's hard, for, everything is so kind of old school. Okay. There's a lot of stuff in place where it's hard to get music played that's not with a major label. Okay. Um, okay. It's harder, too. It's easier now than it used to be. Harder. Yeah. But also, uh, I think a big part of it is just that, like, because I, I can relate so hard. Sure. Well, yeah. We're you're a metalhead. We are the yeah. niche. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And, like, they know that. And, yeah. um, and, and like, how you're talking about a lot of the music's kind of introductory. You know, uh, like I, the gateway thought, bands. Yeah, the thought literally occurred to me while you were saying that of like maybe like it's like if you you know you call it deep, it's like people go as far as they can go, and then they kind of 
they stop where they like it and they're mm-hmm. happy. And I think that they have found their sweet spot and where most people stop. And we yeah. didn't. But so. but with the Blitz, we do have something unique that we call it your rock station for a reason. Like you, we have choose it or lose it. Where mm. there are Y'all still do that. Yeah, every sure. every week. I feel bad because we haven't listened know, in so long. It's, it's just, you know? But that goes for any radio, not just yeah, not yeah, just the blitz. blitz. Yeah, and you'll have you'll have Gojiro on there. Oh, you'll have fun. you yeah. will have Sugar Gojira. on there, and yeah. you'll put two bands head to head, and then Gojira. it's up to the audience what they want to continue. We used to like have to text in. That's what we did back in the day. There was yeah. what was yeah. the deal where you. They played like two Metallica songs back to back. Mandatory Metallica. Yeah, mine got picked. Mine got picked like two times, like in the same week, and I was so juiced out of my mind that my (laughs) two songs got because I always picked shit off the first three albums, our first four albums. So like I always went old, old school Metallica, and I'll never forget. I was like fifteen, sixteen years old, and mine. my two songs got picked like twice in the same week and I kept telling my dad I'm like dad they picked my songs they picked my songs <laughs> I was so juiced out of my mind They're like they always did cool stuff like yep. that so it's cool to hear that they, y'all still do that yeah and we do metal shop uh, every weekday at 120 um, we play metal song mm-hmm. and okay. uh, there is an online forum where you can vote on songs yeah but you like hearing uh, more yeah and, and we do a weekly countdown it, it plays twice a week actually but I think that that, like, I think that they use that, you know, for, you know, data to kind of yeah. decide yeah. what's being played. That, that's what I, one thing I always loved about the Blitz, because, like, I, I talked about lawnmower music. So when I mowed, the, mowed we, when I was growing up, we lived on, we had seven acres or ten, seven to ten acres. I can't remember how much of grass it had to be mowed on the, on the farm. And I had a big, big old set of headphones and I, I've always had it on the Blitz, and you guys will play anything from Rise Against to Breaking Benjamin to to Metallica yep. to Pantera to all these different bands that you, you talked about being a gateway band. So there was this heavy music that was being played, and I'm like, hmm, I like this. I want more of this. So then I get mm-hmm. on the computer, and I start diving into on YouTube and diving into these bands. And then you see suggested videos of different bands that are heavier and all this stuff. It just kind of led me down this rabbit hole of, you know, that wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for 99.7 The Blitz. Mm-hmm. I mean, in mm-hmm. all fairness. Yep. I mean, y'all's radio station is responsible for my music addiction and, and yep. growth yep. without a doubt. So, thank you Hell for yeah. that. Good. <laughs> thank so, you for I think that. same for us. Yeah. yeah in, a, in a sense. Absolutely. Literally. Yeah. yeah. 99.7 The Blitz was my escape from my sisters and my mom and their choice of music. So, mm-hmm. that was pretty great. Well, and what I'm curious uh, is that, so we talk about staying relevant nowadays, especially with an example is metal or not even metal music, but music itself. Like it's so user selective nowadays where if there's a certain kind of music I want to listen to, I'm going to find it. It's instantly accessible. So you guys as a radio station on the back end, what do you... What what goes into your thought processes or your meetings there or whatever to how do we stay relevant? How do we keep people wanting to listen to the show rather than just hop on their phone and play their songs off of Apple Music or Spotify or whatever else? That's a good question. Uh, That's really good. Um, sometimes go we have those. Oh, I, I I think convenience. Okay. Um, I think for there's a lot of people. Still driving cars, or it's it's even if it's just one extra step. Yeah, yeah. Like my, mine's that where I, I have to 
open up the console and reach in and push a button and hold it yeah. and then connect my phone to it. And then sometimes I'm in a hurry. I just, I'm yeah. already moving. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, it is convenient. I, I did not see this source myself personally, but I've been told multiple times over like last year that radio is still the number one. Uh, wow. source for finding new music so and i believe that I think, because a report just came out last week that cable tv is still the no not streaming not hulu not youtube not nothing cable is still the number one source of television in the world so and that maybe, doesn't yeah. surprise me at mm-hmm. all and uh, go ahead i'm well, sorry i was gonna say the seek button dude like because i when i i heard that like a month ago and i started using a little bit more and uh like, I found a show, I'm, I'm not going to say who, where, yeah. but I found a show that I'll tell you guys about that <laughs> yeah. you probably love, and I love a lot, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you you find stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. And yeah. I think it's not just about the, the music when it comes to radio. Like, it's it's a, I don't know. I, I It's about the people. It's about the, the live jocks. I find, yeah. I find yeah. comfort sometimes when yeah. I listen to the radio. Yeah. And I hear the li- the person live talking right there. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's a version, it's kind of a version of, like we talk about, sometimes when we're, we're just like bored of listening to music, we, we revert to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or when we're bored of listening to podcasts, we listen to music. And I guess now that I think about it, radio is kind of a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. You know, you have whoever you enjoy hear and talk about certain relevant things or the music you love. And then next thing you know, the music you love is playing. So that makes sense. I was just curious just because... From a business mindset, I'm like, how is radio? What are they doing to try and stay relevant some way? So, so not, oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. Go not, ahead. Not no. even like a relevancy thing so much, but you know, you were Cody was telling me earlier, like on the way over here, about how like when when things are going down, like what oh, yeah. even everything from weather to like COVID was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like there, like it, it's, it's that instant information thing too. But that instant information, that <laughs> local feeling. Like, yeah, whenever I I actually I quit the Blitz in 2019. Oh. Um yeah, and then I I remember during COVID I was listening to it like during cuz it was like that the instant like moment where like you're starting to like worry like is this as big as it is? Is it as scary as it is? And yeah. and I found comfort in listening to the Blitz and hearing the jocks like talk about it and then playing the music you want to hear and then coming back and, and just giving you more updates. I don't know. I found a sense of like comfort in that. I said comfort so many times. No, <laughs> that's a, no. Because that was the word that resonated with you on that specific topic. So that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that kind of made me think of, of something and, and why I enjoyed listening to music, even when uh, like Spotify and Pandora and Apple music first came out. Cause it took me a while to get into those things. I was still mm-hmm. listening to radio. We're all afraid to change. We don't yeah. like change, and no, I think I don't that fucking like change at all. Too. But um, yeah. <clears throat> I guess one thing that I kind of relate with uh, what you were saying is the the personalities of, of the DJs that that were on air at the time, because it almost felt like like us three we're constantly sharing music, mm-hmm. and it, and yeah. it kind of felt like that personality on the station was kind of sharing their mm. personal favorites and yeah, like that's what you're kind of getting into like their head a little bit you know and mm-hmm. um i know we we've had people reach out to us about this show and talk about you know our music recommendations yeah. so yep. you know our buddy derek he 
anytime we mention a band, he presses pause on the on the pod, goes and listens to that band. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Narrowhead, he's not listening right now because he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, so I, I guess in that sense, it it kind of brings me back to what I sort of appreciated about radio before, and uh, kind of makes me want to. Someone to someone listen to some radio once yeah, in a while. Break like, yeah, might you know, break us. up a little monotony. Yeah. Uh, I, if it wasn't for the damn commercials, that was the that was the main reason I switched yeah. to Apple Music. Is, is they got to the make money somehow? That's how we make the money. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make money somehow. No, I get it. But no, that. So when are we going to get commercials? <laughs> <laughs> this segment is sponsored by Heaven's Door Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a hellacious ad read, bro. Listen, get, get who, your, who does your Spark Amps? Deep. We tried to do that. Positive Grid. Positive Grid. Bourbon. I don't give a shit. We, I will give you the best goddamn ad read you've ever heard in your fucking life. You ever heard the Derrick Henry UFC fighter for Manscaped? My balls was hot. That guy. I'll give you that level of a fucking ad read. Okay. My balls was hot. Now my balls is cool. Like, I'll give you that. Icy hot. Yeah, icy hot. It's Shaq. It's icy hot. <laughs> All I can think about about now is the Kevin Hart skit that he did for TNT. Where you know what I'm talking about? Where he was Kevin Hart was all of them. He was Ernie. He was. What you gonna do? You gonna get the ball? You gonna dribble the ball? You gonna go down the court? You gonna shoot it? it." Yeah, I know exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm curious. This is just a fan question. So when you're on, so when you're doing, uh, when you're DJing, when you're the the live jock for the night or for the the day, whatever, how long are you normally doing that? What's your time frame? First question. Six hours. Six hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how, le, how much music when you start when it's when that light turns red? How much music do you already have lined up? Like how how many songs did you already oh, that's like a good question. like have? Because God, could you imagine trying to line up six hours straight of songs? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't have all six, but like. So give me an estimate of how many songs you have come up with that you're going to play for an extended period of time. And I'm sure you're continuously adding to it, obviously, as you go along. But what's that process like? It's not what you think. Really? It's no. Okay. Um, we have a music. I think you call her a music director. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a music director <clears throat> who creates the playlist. Okay. Mm-hmm. But. You know, sometimes I feel like she creates the playlist based on like what we're into. Yeah, really. I was going. I was going to ask how much like you guys, the employees. I get what that you got. Too. Okay, yeah. that's cool. She knows what I like, and I think sometimes she'll she'll like associate that with my shifts because it's it's very often where I come across the bands that I love, and I don't see those on his mm-hmm. shift. And same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that, like, you can't imagine it. If, yeah, if we were the ones doing it, probably no, we couldn't have all six lined up. But no, we. They have all six hours lined up? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I got, I got it's, a. Yeah, it's in a packet. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually like a day. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I got, I got a. I don't want to get you all in trouble or anything, but, like, is there ever any songs they have you guys play that you guys just fucking hate? Oh, All sure. the time. <laughs> <laughs> and now, yeah. here's Imagine Dragons. 
<laughs> light goes off and you're like, God, this shit. Bro, you, you, you don't know how inside what you just said was. Because that actually happened. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, we, have we you ever heard of Vine? Brenda, what is what this is shit? Did you, do you remember Vine? Vine? Yeah. Vine. Absolutely. I remember making a Vine to Radioactive. Yeah. And it was playing, and I'm like, never heard this song before. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> if you would have seen it, but yeah. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Like, God, I hope her name's not really Brenda, but like, Brenda, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 this is the third time I've heard Rise Against in the last three hours. Okay. Yeah, no. that would be that. That's fine. I'm glad you shared that because you know. <laughs> That yeah. is an interesting thing to think about. Like you gotta like juice up a song that you don't really like. <laughs> I'm very dry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the new song from I Prevail. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than Bear It's going to knock your socks off. Yeah, I think you can <laughs> Could you imagine Tyler? And now here's Someone that you're with by fucking Nickelback. <laughs> Bro, I was, dude, I was just about to say. I, I hate my life. Oh, it's God. not even that I think they're bad. It's just I got so used to the jokes yeah. that like when it yeah. came to you know what I mean. That's I like, the problem oh, with Nickelback. Yeah, it's is, all just a running joke this is now. Real. Yeah, no, that's that's a, Tyler. You would be a terrible radio. You, I would be a you horrible. You cannot radio. hide your emotions <laughs> to save so your hard. motherfucking <laughs> life. You'd There's be this like, fucking song I have to play yeah, for you. Yeah. Hope you fuckers enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to get another fucking bourbon. You're that dude laying in the rain in the street with a beer. I'm yeah. going to steal that. I'm going to start using that. Good. You should. Well, we said we were going to start listening too, to radio so again, so now, yeah. But I will say, like, most of it, you know, like, there is that. But there's a lot of it. Dude, I'll be, I'll be in the studio and I'll be... Blast and bark at the moon with the door open. Yeah, yeah. You know, randomly, like yep. you know, there's a lot of for every one of those. There's there's a lot of gems. There's yeah. a lot of, you know. So like when you guys are on, are you by yourselves? Are you the only one on the air at the time? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, I want more. You I, piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't say like oh, Rick. <clears throat> sure. Uh, of course, I'll take more. You thank piece you, of shit. Thank you. Come on, Morty, whatever you want. You In about 35 minutes, Gabe's going to stand up like, oh, shit. Dude, I, I don't know. I might. I, I'm in the divot now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said I'm in the divot now. <laughs> this, is a, this is a team effort. Listen, I, we we try not to consume an entire bottle of bourbon in one show, but it has happened before, depending on the number of guests. Yep. So don't, don't yep. feel bad. But So I... The question that, that I think we all had was, and we've touched on it a little bit, is... Looking forward, because, you know, things are ever-changing, and I talked about how, like, cable is still the number one TV provider, but it's losing ground quickly, right? And, it, you know, we wouldn't be doing a podcast if we didn't ask you some tough questions, right? So, what, Ooh. as far as radio in general, it's not, not even necessarily 99.7 The Blitz, but how do you foresee radio combating, because I can't imagine a world where there's not radio, mm -hmm. but I still have questions as far as, like, how do these more archaic forms of media and archaic is not meant as a bad term at all. It's just, it's been around forever, just like cable television. How do you guys foresee radio combating the onslaught of streaming? Like what, what's the, what is the, uh, the mindset of, and it goes, I, I don't want to circle back to the relevancy thing, but it's kind of like, Hey, how do we stay on top here or at least stay competitive with, streaming i don't think that'll ever be a thing really 
I really I don't think so. I'm honestly surprised to hear that. Just because and just because I know that and it's nothing against the blitz whatsoever, but I literally don't know the last time I listened to the radio. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. And I'm thinking of myself and typically to me, rock and metal listeners, especially of our type that maybe like the heavier stuff, even though I listen to everything. Like, Absolutely. I don't turn to the radio for that. I I turn to my phone and that's what it's always been for how many years now? And, and me personally, I feel like it's almost generational, right? I feel like my dad still listens to a lot of radio. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like the younger generations don't really do so unless their parents are doing it for them. So, but I'm, I, Cody, I agree with you in the sense of I can't imagine a world Without where it. radio doesn't exist. Yeah. Because what does every band these days want to do? Get they want to get on, on the, the radio. fucking radio. Mm -hmm. It, you ask, I'll tell you what, our favorite band in the world is Polaris. They're an Aussie metalcore outfit. And if you ask them, hey, if you could get your song on a major radio station or just continue to keep it on a streaming platform, which, which would you rather have? They'll tell you radio. They just dropped a new single three weeks ago. It premiered on a Sydney radio station. Yeah. So do you know the band Bad Omens? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've meet about them, them a lot on this show. <laughs> I, I love Bad Omens. Same. Same. They were never big into like, main, <laughs> to, like yeah. mainstream radio. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but they are now. Yeah. Because they they specifically wrote a song with the in the back of their mind that this would be a song on just the pretend on the radio, they yeah. Prefer yeah. to just pretend. And now yeah. they're I think they're bigger than they they're ever huge, been. Oh, they're gigantic. Huge they now. they took that. over, and we talked about this on the show really mm -hmm. early on in our inception about how they literally took over the world with yeah. with one album. Yeah. And the funny thing was is that that album was like 6 months old when they took over because they hadn't released yeah. Just Pretend as exactly. a single yet. Yep. Exactly. When they dropped Just Pretend as a single, people were like, "Oh, what is my this? god, what yep. is this?" And mm -hmm. then the, then all those people that heard it go back and listen to their old stuff that's like straight up metalcore and they're like, "Oh, well this fucking slaps too." Exactly, yeah. They're a gateway band. Mm -hmm. How about yep. Sleep Token? Same thing. I was literally Are they being, are they on the radio now? I don't. I don't know. No, I think okay. we played it for think. Choose It or Lose It, but they're okay. they're not in. Okay, that's uh, it'll come. They lost. It. Yeah, it's it, it's a matter of time because it's going to happen to me. I would think. But it goes down to, and that's that's my whole thing is I still think that every band's ticket to where they want to get is being on the fucking radio because mm -hmm. on, on real radio because they want to do it for a living. Yeah. You can stay in obscurity. And, and and that's fine. A lot of bands thrive. Norma Jean has thrived in that for 25 mm -hmm. years. But they ain't making the money that Bad Omens is making. Nope. Mm -mm. Bad Omens is on the radio. No. What are you going to have? Well, part of it's like, uh, I think, too, it's that with streaming, you know, we as listeners have to act. We have you know we use the algorithm. You have a discover playlist, whatever. We have yeah. to actively, for or the you most have part, seek similar out. bands. Yeah, yeah, we have to, for the most part, actively seek out what we're trying to hear. And the radio, they just give it to you. Which is, there's something mm. about that. Yeah. Even Spotify now, uh, I don't know if they still do, but for a while they had a DJ function that would, they had an AI that would talk to you and say your name. Be like, yo, what's up? Uh, here, for, uh, I've got this vibe. And it'd play four or five songs, and then the AI would come back on and talk to you with a voice. And like, it gave itself a name and like would, you know, hey, this is a different genre that you listened to once, like a month ago. That's Here's like awesome, four or five but songs. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but like, I think it's a reflection of like, well, if if Spotify is trying to use that 
as part of their platform, then clearly even they see the value in what it's providing. You I know th- what I mean? The I AI think it's a re- gets its own personality. It's like here's this fucking Nickelback song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think that's a reflection. Spotify told me I had to play it. <laughs> I think that's a reflection of a of a station like your guys's, right? Where y'all have put so much into fan uh, interaction and and opinion, right? Um, there is not a lot of radio stations doing that anymore because they're fucking owned by iHeartRadio. Right. Okay. Yep. So, I mean... That's the thing about mm-hmm. the Blitz is, like, it's... it's We're all a family. Like, our listeners, like, it's just a giant community. Yeah. Well, and that's a... I would love for you to hit on that piece even more because there's a show that we listen to. We listen to it in podcast form, but we listen to it an hour or not even an hour. I listen to it 15 minutes after the show ends because it's immediately available on the podcast. Yes. Um, the, what's it called now? Bishop Be- and Friends. Yes, Bishop yeah. and Friends. It's a sports uh, show. It's a sports show that we listen to. But I, I can personally, we're big sports buffs as well. And it's like when we listen to that show, it feels like we're a part of a community. Mm-hmm. And they do like... Uh, mailbag stuff where uh, yep. listeners send emails in and they, yep. they, they answer them. They do a segment on Wednesdays called Hey Guys where you send in questions and they answer them live on the show and they give shit away like for yep. who they thought had the best question. Yeah. Like I've I, they've answered my questions on there before. You, yep. yep. So... Um, dad, dad. <laughs> well, I was like 26. Dude. Oh, dad, dad. dad. <laughs> Mo Bishop said my James Laurinaitis said my name on the radio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because back then it was Bishop and Laurinaitis. You know James Laurinaitis. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when James was still on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. So before he was the linebacker coach at the Ohio State University. Let's go. Um, so, but yes, he's, you know, he's talking about how they, they make you feel like you're a part of the show. And that's part of the reason why we listen to that. And that's a radio show that we just listen to in podcast form because you don't have the ads. Yeah. And I would say maybe the events have a lot to do with that, too. The events oh, yeah, that you getting guys out and about yeah. more. Because mm-hmm. I see you guys do, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot. Like I like when we're set up at concerts and stuff because people will come up to us. And then where am I going with this? What, what am I trying to say right now? No, yeah, like... Uh, I mean, we went to a show, what, like two weeks ago. We didn't even set up a tent or anything, and we ran into some people that are, like, big, you know, listened for years and yeah. years and uh, took a photo of us and stuff. It, That's you know, awesome. Because awesome. you're, like, fucking celebrities, friends. bro. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> and it's, it's that, that engagement. And it's like, yeah, we go to concerts, and we'll have 100, oops, sorry, 100, 200 people come up, but, like, sometimes we'll set up at a Wendy's at 11 a.m. and be one or two people. But That's it, the connection is... It's still that that community sense, you know. Hey man, Chris, the front man from Like Miles to Flames, recognized our podcast after their show one time. So oh, uh, we're yeah. kind of a big deal. I got <laughs> I, we're basically famous. I get it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. But you better bounce. If you don't bounce, Chris will find you. Don't don't ever forget that. Again, another inside joke. Y'all don't. It's basically we were at this Miles show, and their front man. Uh, is a, is a psychopath essentially? Yep, yep, yep. And if if you weren't bouncing to the song, he would literally find you and you, and literally call you out. Your motherfucking ass better move. <laughs> and like people started to move. So shame, I, we, shame. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we say, if you don't bounce, Chris will find you. So that's funny. Mm-hmm. I love but that. You guys speaking of that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> speaking of going to shows, we hear that 
from you guys that you're coming to Barnyard? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, this episode won't drop. When's, when's Barnyard? The 30th. September, September. 30th. I'm not, yep. I think this episode will drop after Barnyard. Okay. So this will be you're, you're not breaking any news if nobody knows you're coming to the Blitz yet. So don't worry about that. But this episode won't drop until then. But so, yeah, you guys are coming all the way down here. Good old Podunk Fayette County to come to the Barnyard Bash. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cody's not yeah. too far. Well, Cody's not far. Yeah. I'm talking the, the, the station. Oh, no, oh. the station's, the station's not. not coming. We will be there. Copy. Okay. Yeah, we just well, want to so you guys are fucking. station's coming. So, right? kind of the station's coming. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess you could say that. That's awesome. We love going to local shows. Like, that's our favorite thing to do. Well, yeah. he's in a local band. Oh, so. sweet. Why haven't you plugged that yet? Dude, oh, like, what are you doing? Come on, this, tell come us. On, plug We're it. all about shameless plugs. Bye bye, bye bye. Okay. Out of Columbus, then? Uh, yeah, Columbus, in, uh, Cincinnati, but the one guy in Cincinnati moved to Columbus. But Thrash we keep metal outfit? No, new, new metal. Nice. Yes, yeah, sir. So you play you have drums. My drums. attention. Nice. <laughs> You're like the fourth it. drummer. I knew we you had, had so to be a drummer. drummers on Look at those show. calves. Look yeah, at yeah. He do be having some meats on that shit. No, I His mean, calves are like the size of my neck. <laughs> the size of your forearm because you're a bass player. Well, you know. We, you're like the fourth drum. We, we must attract drummers. We have a lot of drummers on yeah. this show. <laughs> you would think we would have so. like a ton of guitarists, but like I feel like we've had just as many drummers as we have, have, have had yeah. guitarists on here. So. Oh, new yeah. new metal. Yeah, uh, like uh, I feel like Silly Goose or Dropout Kings. We played with <laughs> both Dropout of them. Kings. Uh, Dropout Kings. We'll be playing with Dropout Kings in a, in a few weeks. Nice. Again, four piece, uh, five piece, uh, four, four piece. Uh, um, two guitars, one guitar. Two guitars, nice. no bass. Whoa! We, we, we don't no have a bass, bass player right now. Wow! Neither one. does Miles or Back Currents. On or not yeah, Currents. Yeah, we, uh, okay. uh, fucking track. Currents. God, God damn it! Who? Uh, Periphery. Counterparts. Oh. oh, counterparts and moths don't have a bassist right now. Yeah, we're so, looking. We're open options. The world is hard up for it's bass only been a right year. Now. It's it's still pretty new. Oh, good so. for you guys, man. That's so you awesome. got some music out? Yes. Yeah, we're on everything. You um, streaming everywhere? Yep. Right, uh, five by go. five. Let's go. It's one word. Uh, yellow background. Four dudes. All right. The real question yellow is: yellow the real dudes. question is, are you on the blitz yet? Damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, that's another. He yeah. brings up a great point. The Blitz, I remember vividly that the Blitz used to do like a local music spotlight. Mm. Do you guys still do that? We don't, unfortunately. Oh, I tried to bring it back. Come on, Cody. I know. Yeah, come on, Cody. Um, but I definitely want to try to do something like that yeah. for myself. Like, that was always cool. I, I thought I always thought that was cool because it, you know, obviously these guys being in a local band, um, it, it, what? I was, trying, I was trying to look up his thing. Oh, oh shit. Thanks. Okay. It's, it's like one word, almost. Five, five, five. When you search it. I got a wubbly bubbly. Yes, sir. That's us. Wubbly fuck bubbly. Yes. Super serious. That's metal as Clint fuck, Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah, we did you a cover of Clint Eastwood, but it's nothing like the original. I mean, the lyrics are the same, but the song is not. Uh, by the way, I figured out the formula to get big. Cover a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> right. I prevail. I prevail. I prevail. Okay. Yeah. Listen, that's half the reason that I hate them. I, I, because they became big. Because, because they became big off a of Taylor Swift cover. I did not know that. And they still have great music, but they got big off of a fucking Taylor Swift what's cover. What's the cover? Uh, what's the I Prevail cover? Taylor Swift song. Who's that? Uh, blank Space. Blank Space. There you go. Huh. Yeah. But you wouldn't know <laughs> that. You. You're a real metalhead. You know that you, you, you know, you're like, no, I don't even know what that is. Well, I've seen their name a bunch. No. He's not a huge fan of I Prevail. Thank Me neither. God. Me neither. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Beartooth fan? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I like them. Um, I only like the one album. I like their first three albums. Yeah, I was gonna say. What's the purple one? The newer stuff, not as much, but I. What's the purple one called? There, I don't know, but it's their fourth. Hey, we can't talk too much shit about Bear Tooth on this show because they're from Columbus. At least they're not. At least At least they're not Boba Flex. I like Bear Tooth. You don't. You do. So we're clear with Bear Tooth. Bear Tooth, we love you. Yeah, we got we got a sixty six percent approval rate on the show. I, I like yeah, the purple album, cool. guys. Bear Stop Tooth's wearing like, the headband, Showmo. I don't, I don't know Caleb, but their guitar player, I, uh, I was like a couple years ahead of me in school growing up. Okay, uh, so I knew him. His name's uh, Will Dealey. So I, I actually I give him a lot of shit, but I really like Caleb. Uh, he actually did a uh, he he was they were on tour. Or I don't know if they were on a true tour, or if they were just doing a leg with Motionless, and uh, came out and did Caleb did Slaughterhouse with Chris. Uh, which is the, it's recorded with Brian Garris from the band Knock Loose, um, and Caleb came out and did Brian Garris's part with Chris Motionless and actually killed it. Like he did a hell of a job. Not as good as uh, Old Boy from Fit for a King, but that was next level. Um, so I give Caleb a lot of shit. He's a funny dude. He's actually a really good social media follow. Uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty funny. So he has I, the best feature of any song. Uh, it's called Thick Thickly by Bill Murray. Oh Thick, my God! Thick, We're in love with Bill, love Bill Murray. You love Bill Murray? Oh, was it like a parody of Thick Thickly? Yes. So, okay. So Johnny Frank is the the Bill Murray guy. He was also yep. in Attack Attack. Yeah. And um, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. He he does the clean vocals. Those like uh, auto tune. Yeah. Clean yeah. Because yeah. it was him. not Austin Carlisle. No. No. no his name is Johnny <laughs> no. Frank. But the whole it's literally the whole song. It's just a song. It's just a Bill Murray song. But it's yeah. a parody of Thick Thick No, yeah, well, no, the song isn't. It's just the title the is. The title is Thick Thick um, After the song ends, song. Caleb Shomo comes on. Yep. Hey, what's up? My name's Caleb Shomo. Here's my vocal feature. Yep. Thanks. Yep. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> I am That's in awesome. love with Bill Murray, Dude, man. Um, can I, I was in love with yeah. Yeah. All right, what's up? Go ahead. 5 by 5s producer is the same producer as Bill Murray. Nice. 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 Yes, sir. Will, Will Carlson. Mm. Okay. Will Carlson. Will Carlson. Out of Columbus, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude's a, dude's a genius. Hey, oh. have you ever played the King of Clubs yet? Yeah, we just played there last Friday. Is that not the coolest fucking no venue ever? It's, awesome. it's so no fucking dope. I've heard of five by five. I think I've so seen it on, we just flyer went and on saw, Facebook. Like I said, we just we just okay. went and saw Moths counterparts boundaries in America, and we're going to see Polaris and Currents and Pale Dusk and somebody else there in October. Um, that is the coolest fucking venue I've ever been to. Like, Dude, I love King of Clubs. King of Clubs is awesome. It's Your guys' cool. fucking p- posters are all over the place in there. 997 mm-hmm. Blitz oh, yeah. is all over the place oh. in there. But yeah, yeah, dude, it's awesome. So you've got to play that Parking's place. great. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, parking's yeah. great. Uh, the bathrooms were great. It was, they, you know, the bar is huge. You're not waiting you, in line for anything. You know, that's, that's something not talked about enough with music venues. Oh, Shit, where the huge. fuck are you gonna park at? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about I've been to some venues like uh, the Mad Frog down in Cincinnati, where like, dude, Madison. There's nowhere to park. Yep, Parking. Madison's rough. That was rough. We parked We've... two blocks away from that place. Which whatever, it I don't mind like walking. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but I remember being scared. I was going to have a boot on my yeah. car when I came out. But it wasn't right. like parking at King of Clubs where you're literally 50 <clears throat> right feet from the fucking yeah. door. Dude, you play at Madison and you're like questioning if you're going to be able to park. Wow, yeah, you yep. can't. that's it's cool crazy. venue. You load in in an alley. You have to park like two buildings on either uh, side. If you're parking at the park fucking Newport it. in Columbus, I was just about to say that. Bro, we parked in front of the the AGR house on campus and walked. You remember when 
Were you with? Yes, the, I do remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we were on side street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've been to Newport twice and have had the, or at least two times, because I went and saw all the remains, and then I went and saw uh, August Burns Red and Fit for a King, Memphis Mayfire, all, or not Memphis Mayfire, Miss May I, um, and Crystal Lake, and had to park like fucking. It was probably only like half a mile, but God bless, was it a long fucking way from that venue and walking through some sketchy ass shit and i'm like is my truck still gonna be here when i get back or so that that does not get talked enough about parking shitters bar facts so and they got food and they got food food. we didn't eat any but you know run it by me again you said uh the the dude that plays guitar and sings in bill murray is from columbus Mm -hmm. okay yeah johnny frank and he was in attack Attack. he was in attack he was in attack attack johnny uh, frank i always forget that kevin shomo was in attack attack yeah he's done like because i know he's done features with rory from day seeker he's done uh with tillian bro attack attack was a super group before they were like a super group like if you take everybody that was in yeah. Attack Attack yeah. back in the day, and like Austin Carlisle to Of Mice and Men, Caleb Shomo to Beartooth, like all these dudes that go and get in these gigantic bands, they were like the pre-super group. Mm-hmm. They were like the fact that all those dudes were—it's just a small world, man. That's crazy. And they're bigger than what they were in Attack. Although, when you think about Crabcore, like the first band that comes to mind is Attack Attack. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Well, I hello, love crap. running man. man. I love that's the success we so get much. when you stop checking your MySpace everywhere. You yeah, <laughs> dude, I feel like Attack Attack, like the GIF of the Running Man, was yeah. on everybody's every metalhead's MySpace. It was on mine. By God. So I'm curious, Gabe, if so, if you're a drummer, and I know you're a thrash head, what are some of your influences growing up, drumming wise? Uh, my top five would be growing up. It was, uh, or even now, what, what, uh, whatever. Uh, my top five would be Zach Hill, Mitch Mitchell, Danny Carey, Thomas Hockett, and Matt Griner. Danny from, Carey's tool, right? Danny Carey's tool. Uh, okay. Thomas is Meshuga. Okay. Um, uh, Zach Hill is Death Grips. Matt Griner is August Burns Red. Oh, and Matt Mitch, Griner. Yes, I know that name. And uh, Mitch yeah. Mitchell was the drummer for Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Have you met the dudes from ABR? Hmm. Coolest dudes ever. Yeah, yeah they seem like ever, it. Man. They, they seem cool. Like I was when I was little. That's my. I still tell people all the time. It's like they'd play these festivals. Everybody looks the same. We all wear black. Everything. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they <laughs> like pastel polos. Yeah. And what, yeah dudes got flip flops on yep. and look like the lead guitarist from Kill Switch wearing short shorts and a mm-hmm. Donald yeah. Duck hat. Yeah. 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 Tank tops. Yeah. I didn't no, realize they had such positive lyrics until he was telling me about it. Yeah. August Burns Red Christian Metal Corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah know. What's cool, Scott? They sound Scott, angry, but. Yeah, Scotty, our drummer, and for some reason it resonated with me just because it's an outlet for us, but he had bought a shirt at a local show. Um, It was an August Burns Red shirt, and I think the tagline on the back of it was angry music for happy people or something like that. Is that not our whole lives, bro? Right. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, we've talked about it on this show before of, like, it was actually a, a listener question that was sent in um, for a segment we call Heavy Metal Hot Takes. Uh, this is on one of the first episodes where they were did like, we, "Did the, we prep Gabe for hot, Gabe and Cody for?" I don't think we prepped y'all takes? for heavy metal hot takes. No, so we have some. So just be prepared for debate. Um, there you go. You've been prepped. <laughs> <laughs> we spit on it. It's not going in dry. Oh, now, so, oh so, um, <laughs> so the the question from the listener was, or not question, but it was just a hot take of, you know, so many people think of metalheads as 
pissed off devil, uneducated devil worshipers. And, you know, I feel like we have had for, you know, not as much now as back in like the seventies and what eighties, like you think about the, the Tipper Gore thing in the eighties with D Snyder from twisted sister testifying before Congress and shit like that about, you know, mm-hmm. they were trying to censor metal music. We haven't had to deal with that anymore, but there's always been this, oh, you're all just a bunch of pissed off people. And I'm like, no, we're like really the happiest people in the world. You guys are the ones that are pissed off. Yeah. You just hide it. <laughs> like, yeah. Happy or what is it? Angry music for happy people. Yeah. That's like the yeah. perfect way to describe. I I, I feel like and describe yep. our uh, fan, the, the fan base, the brotherhood, the community. Um, I think it's some of the most intelligent people that I've ever met. It's, maybe not me, but I would agree. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, that's cool that you say that because I, I personally, and we probably think, and you guys probably think as well, but what got me into metal music specifically was the depth involved. It's like I I had to think about and like really decipher what the hell I was listening to in order for me to somewhat understand it. Did he fall? No. <laughs> Did he trip? He bonked. No, he bonked his noggin. I was still fucking video recording. I'm like, crack, crack my big ass head. Well, Evan's door, you gave my buddy a buzz. No, the fucking monitor was three inches from where my head was. No, but I just, I've always thought like, and I'm sure some people feel the same way about other types of music, and that's completely fine, but like, I always felt like I had to really sit down and decipher rock and metal music to me. And I think that's what, when you say you feel like it's intelligent people listen to that kind of music, I, I kind of agree just because there's some thought involved. Like mm-hmm. this isn't just a bunch of noise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I, I also feel like metal is like therapy. You're, you're angry, you're upset or whatever it is. If you put on a, a specific harder song it just like mm-hmm. relax mm-hmm. relaxing in a sense release it is it really mm-hmm. is so you know speaking speaking of that we we've talked a lot on the show about um you know kind of the i guess mental health and and things like that mm-hmm. and why we listen to the music we listen to kind of on a deeper level like what what are some things that you guys listen to that kind of help you through your day It's. I mean, I, I I sound like a broken record, but I love Tool. I that that makes me feel like home. Do you know the Fibonacci no. sequence? <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, I don't. I know of it. Lateralis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about it. But yeah, uh, them. When I listen to them, it it does like give me this homey feeling. If I'm feeling sad or or homesick or whatever when i listen to that it just takes me to a place that's so is that because that was something you had listened to growing up or did you get into them later in the years and it like resonated with you i I listened to them a little bit growing up because of my brothers but i didn't become a fan until like high school and i really don't know it's just something that that's really cool it's like a feeling inside i can't even describe it really what about you? Uh, death grips. <laughs> death grips. I gotta yeah, look dude, into I, death I, grips. I, I can't say. I mean, that. I gotta look into them too yeah. because I'm a. I mean, at heart, at at my core, I'm a thrash metal guy. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what. 
it's not thrash metal at all. So oh, I, th- I thought, oh, okay. but I feel like if you like if you like m- any kind of metal or even just heavier music in general, it's something that you can appreciate. Mm-hmm. I do feel like. Okay. Do very y'all emotional. like Creed? Very. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they making a comeback? Yeah. Yes. yes. Dude, dude, Scott Sapp's, or dude, what's his name, right? Scott Sapp? Yes. Yeah, dude, and Scott, Scott Sapp, we trust. we trust. He did Theo Vaughn's podcast. I didn't know. Really? Oh, was he on what Theo's the podcast? How did I miss that? Dude, that no. would be the most epic. Con- that would be like yeah. Joe Rogan when he had fucking... Uh, Oh, what's that comedian's name? I can't think of his Bert name. Burt Kreischer? Did yes. he have Bert on? Burt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Burt. I, I don't know. Burt, yeah. Burt. Burt. Is it Kreischer? Krenschnall? Yes. Kreischer. It's a G- <laughs> Mary Chrysler. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the way I found Bert, out Bert about Kreischer. The way I found Fucking out about Scott Burt. Scott Stapp did see. Theo Vaughn's podcast. Yeah, he did. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. incredible. They were both like probably super sweaty in like silk shirts. <laughs> 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 the fans yeah the fans yes, has to be <laughs> yeah that's so you didn't answer my question do you, y'all like Creed I like Alter Bridge he's cool thank you she, she likes, likes Mark Tremonti okay well that's that. that's a pass that's a passing grade the Alter Bridge is Creed right no it's Minus. just Miles it's Somewhere. Mark Tremonti yeah. uh, lead guitarist from okay. Creed uh, is, is it the, the band? The singer. other is it the bassist and drummer too? I thought. I don't so. know. I, 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 I don't know. Oh, dude, we sound I like bums. I'm supposed wrong. to be the what's Tyler call me the music encyclopedia, and I don't know that. Mm. No, it might. I be. don't know shit. I don't know. I you just, don't. You're an idiot. I think I remember someone telling me it was Creed, but Miles Kennedy instead of Scott. Miles Kennedy is the top five favorite front man of mine of he all time. He is so. an amazing vocalist. He's it's amazing. Whoa. Top five favorite vocalists of all time for me. I love Miles. I love Miles too, but that's a bold statement. I think Cotton. he's a absolute rock star. He is an absolute mm-hmm. rock star, yep. but son of a bitch. Top five? Oh yeah, I love motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I have to admit, I don't like Miles Kennedy. You're a fucking piece because of, of the shit. high pitch parts. I just, I just don't like his his. His tone, his style. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. And I don't know if maybe it's because I'm such a fan of Creed. <laughs> He's feel, like rebelling against I feel against like him. I'm just, re- like, internally, I'm just rebelling against him. Like, how dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a silk shirt, you piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, listen. When they come out, when Creed comes out for the new tour, he's going to have one of those like fluffy pirate shirts on, <laughs> like with the, the the chest like all the way open. You remember when he like went bald and was like drunk all the time? Look at me! <laughs> that like that Scott Stapp. Yeah, that's we're gonna get a version of that, but sober. So he's just gonna have the wild shirts on, and they're gonna be like super sweaty and like stuck to his tits. He does wear silky shirts, doesn't yes. he? Uh-huh. Does. I like it's coming to me like the, the yeah. what if music video he's where he's like fucking legend yeah, yeah. You, you you buried the what that if music so video you didn't have to relive yeah. it but now it's coming back you're welcome by the way the camera angle is always close to hide the dude he pays to carry the fan around you know like just 15 feet in front of him yeah. I would love to be man. the accountant that's a big for ass that. fan bro I would love to be the accountant for that band and just like the Shaking my head while I write that check. To Why that is fan our fan guy? bill twenty five thousand dollars? No, I, I always ask people like, "Hey, you like Creed?" Uh, you don't, has, you. has anyone seen the movie Scream too? Yes. 
You know, the, the what big, if music video. Yeah, was right based, before yeah. the movie, it would always pl- it would play the Creed, or I had it on VHS. Like before, it would have him in the rain and the wind blowing in a silky mm-hmm. black shirt. And it was fantastic. It was, it was glorious. It was yeah. absolutely glorious. And it was yeah. taking you higher. What did you say? It was taking you higher. I'm pretty sure we've talked about Creed on every single episode. There has not been one episode that has gone by where we don't talk. He is our Lord and Savior. And Scott Staff, we trust. So, but yes, they are having a reunion. That is, they are coming back. I, I wonder if Mark Tremonti was like, oh, "Fuck, here we go again." Maybe you can get them on your podcast. I, I, doubt I mean, it. maybe one day. I, maybe one day. I'd, I'd probably pass out. I'm not going to lie. Well, what? I'm now with the degrees of separation. I mean, Black Veil Brides. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Crete. Yeah, somebody knows somebody. Somebody oh, knows somebody. True. Well, and that's that's the piece that you've hit on. Like I'm now realizing, like. This scene is smaller than we think. I mean, mm-hmm. your producer for your band is, you say, the producer, producer for, for Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've been listening, we've been listening to Bill Murray probably the last year, two years maybe. And I mean, they're that band group, him, or whatever it is. I, I'm sure he has a group of guys like that's something I listen to five times a week probably Mm -hmm. you know one thing that i think you guys can definitely attest to is that the cool thing about the rock and metal scene is that we say it on this show all the time we're just guys being dudes and it's it that goes for you know women too but like i prefer dudes being guys but go ahead you probably prefer dudes doing guys but that's besides the point it's 2023 man that's why we auction you do what i want so yeah i can identify as weaponized battle my my pronouns are weaponized battle toaster that's besides the point so we uh we we talk about like how we're all of us in this scene are just regular people like like when we had chris hollywood on it was like just talking to these guys you Mm -hmm. would think man this is straight up rock star and he is but he doesn't come across like that. There's no egos. There's, And I'm sure there's people out there that are like that mm-hmm. in this industry. But from our level of interaction with some of these folks and like meeting like Chris from like Miles to Flames, like just a regular guy. And there's the onstage persona. There's the offstage persona. And I'm sure you guys can attest to this from being radio DJs and going to events and meeting new people. And they probably have the same realization. And just like I, I am right now sitting here with you guys, you're just regular people. Like nobody is too big for the britches in this scene. Right. We're all just people who enjoy the same type of music and can find solace in that community. And it's so fucking cool because from me who, so, you know, I, I grew up, you know, my, my, my dad was uh, involved in a lot of event planning for our fair board. And we had a lot of big country acts come and play our county fair. And I've met a lot of John Party. I'm sure you've heard of him. I've drank a lot of beer with John Party. I've played guitar with John Party. That's cool. It is cool. Uh, but so I've met some folks in country and there's some that are super cool. And there's some that are straight up assholes. Mm-hmm. And it's like Eric Church is a dick. Yeah. That saddens me. Cocksucker saddens me i i know you're not listening but you're an asshole great music <laughs> but you're, you're listening eric and we know that you are yeah. <laughs> so it's but i've ne- i've yet to meet somebody in rock or metal that is a dick they'll just talk uh, anybody is is always down to have a a, a chat you know mm-hmm. we talk about you see somebody wearing a band shirt and you're wearing a band shirt and you're like oh we're best friends now and you just instantly connect mm-hmm. and i feel like Maybe I'm being selfish, but I feel like this is really the only scene where it's that simple. 
Yeah, you definitely have your big personalities, your big egos, and mm -hmm. I feel like the the bigger you are, the less of an ego you have. I, that's so weird. I probably th I would I feel like that's probably right. I I think so. I think it's it because humility it's more comes, of a, right. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I can't remember what it's called, like a bell curve. Like it starts. Yeah, it starts like a lot of ego. Yep, uh -huh. and then it very quickly drops off. And then again, at the very, very, very top, it starts to rise up again where you run into that. Yeah. But I wonder, I, I do wonder how much of that is a scale thing. Cause like we talked about earlier, like it's, it's kind of a niche interest. The, the further you get down the iceberg, you know, and, and I feel like most of us are, all of us are really far down Pretty that iceberg. Far down on that iceberg. At, yes. You know, whatever direction down that is. But, uh, it's just that like how much of it is, uh, fuck, I don't even remember. Point anymore. <laughs> that bourbon got you. Bro. <laughs> that bourbon got you. Yeah. I guess so. But I, no, I think I think I think that so much of it is just so niche that like there is that community. It's a small world where you end up knowing somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And I, as an outsider to other genres, I don't know how how much yeah. of that like lower level are people actually engaged in. You know, I, I have you know mm -hmm. friends that are, play music in other genres, and like mm -hmm. like rap, for example, mm -hmm. it seems to be like there's either nobody. We've had a rapper show. on this show. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's like there's like nobody on the sh at the show or everybody, and there's yeah. not really an in between. And I think existing in that in between in that that further down niche like allows that. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I I agree because I, I think you make a good point because Tyler talked about it on a previous episode where. And I can't remember exactly what the topic was in regard to, but it was something about you're on stage night after night and you're spilling your guts out for things and things you Jonathan Davis, I believe you were referring to Tyler. Yeah, so we were, we were talking about um, we were talking about how like starting off bands have you know whatever issues that they're singing about, whatever pain that they're using to influence them, and when they kind of make it, a lot of that pain goes away, and it's like, what influence do What's you have? Motivation? But then on the other hand, you know, that pain and stuff, that's that's not healthy shit to live with, and you're trying to get over it, but night after night, people are cheering on for you to relive your pain every fucking yeah, night there's that and i think there's it's like a level of humility involved mm -hmm. with that and maybe to me maybe that's why there is this feeling of humbleness in this realm of music yeah and that's real yeah and they, they, yeah. they relate yeah. to yeah. it mm -hmm. yeah and mm -hmm. that's the thing is so much of this music is so relatable and I think the biggest compliments that we can get from listeners from our show is that we're relatable mm -hmm. um, because we want people to realize, hey, you're not the only one that thinks or feels this way or that way. Um, and that's why we run to this type of music as our form of escape, as our form of therapy, if you will. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of us in this community do the same thing of this music is our escape. Um, and I think it's cool to hear, you know, from you guys, your guys' perspective of being radio DJs, <clears throat> you get to provide literally mm -hmm. physically live on the air, provide yep. people with their escape. Mm -hmm. Like that's so fucking cool to me. Yeah. Sometimes I wish we live streamed this stuff because then it's like, wow, we're real time giving yeah. people this, this escape. Um, and I guess in a sense, we still get to do that because... You know, I know we're recording ahead of time, but they're still getting this all at once, one moment, right? It's all coming out at one moment. And you guys get to do that for fucking six hours at a time. Like, that's so damn cool to me. 
um, <laughs> that you guys get to provide people with. Because I promise you, you are. You're providing relief and, mm -hmm. and escape and sanctuary to uh, so many, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of people um, that could be going through some real fucking shit. And one mm -hmm. song that y'all might play might change their day and, yeah. and turn it in a turn it in a new direction. And I'm sure that you've thought about that before, and that's got to be a cool-ass feeling. Just like when I say for us, it's cool when we hear, I felt what you just said. I relate to that. You guys, I I, I can, I found an escape in your words. Mm -hmm. um, same thing for you guys. You know, you're creating your own little community in that, that six-hour time slot. Yeah. So your guys' work is important. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope you, I hope you realize that because it is. Dude, okay. thanks. Just, I don't even think of it like that. No, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here. I'd tell you that off the air too. Yeah. Um, because I think that, you know, when Preston was talking about the sports show that we listened to, uh, those guys are my escape for three hours out of the day. They're only on for three, but that's my every day religiously. I listen to that show yep. because, and I feel like. Bo Bishop is my best friend because he's so relatable. He makes yep. everything yep. personal. Um, he's funny. He's just a normal guy that talks about sports, the sports I love. And you guys do the same thing with music, talking about, you know, I'm telling you, God, this fucking sounds cheesy shit, but I'm 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 like gonna start listening to radio again because No, that's cool. We were we were just at August Burns Red, Ice Nine Kills and the oh, guy I bet that was a show. It was insane. I hear I hear Ice Nine Kills. I don't like them, but I hear because I don't like I, I don't like concept bands, mm -hmm. but I hear that they put on an insane live show. We left early. We oh. we we were just there we were just there for August Burns Red. Yeah, we <laughs> We left early for counterparts. Don't feel bad. But there's this guy behind us, and he starts. We just started talking about music right. and and the bands we see and the shows we go to, and we're like, well, we work at the radio station, so we're always there. And they're like, you work at the radio station, and then you talk to his friends. They're like, the way that this guy told me, he listens to me religiously when he is at work every Sunday, and that I am like a comfort. It just made me feel. Bro, like, you probably wanted to levitate. I like, did. I've never felt that before, and I just thought that that was insane. Like that I that I am that, and I've never thought coolest, of it like and that. And you guys are us on a gigantic scale, right? You guys are us magnified. So I could not, and I hope that someday we make it to the point where we have, you know, we go to a show and people wreck, you know, because our fucking faces are on the logo, but and we don't have to wear the shirt for people to go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you guys. But <laughs> but. You know, hey, the, comments, the comments we got at that show we went to were hysterical. Everybody though. loved the shirts. They were like, so are you guys like gay together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just have like and have, yourselves on the shirt? Have you, yes. have you seen have the logo? Have you seen the logo? I'll grab it for you. Do you, have, a shirt? you have shirts? Yes, yes. we have shirts. Yeah. Can yeah. we order Please. them? Yeah, I can you can them. take uh, you them can with you tonight. Buy them I need them now. Thank you. You can Thanks. buy them tonight. Yes, okay. Yeah, show them the back though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's the front that's metal as fuck oh, that's a yep. sick shirt okay thank you we're trying to build something we're new. trying yeah. that's the thing is okay. in, in like when we were doing the shirts like we were like do we want to make money off of them or do we want walking billboards we went with walking billboards mm -hmm. because i promise you we ain't making any money the money that we make from this whether it's from patreon or shirt sales it all goes back into the pod yeah. Whether that is what it costs for us to distribute the pod every month or what it costs. Like, the, these are all new. This is all new stuff. It all goes, I don't give a shit about making money. I'm not doing this. I'm sure I have a really good job. I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing this because I love this and the comments that I get. Like, you were talking about being at that show and that guy telling you that you were his escape. 
and comfort and things like that. That's what I want. I want to be people's escape and their their community, you know, create a community for people like me, people like him, people like him to listen to us every Wednesday and and feel what we're feeling and relate and then find new music from shit we're, we're recommending and listen to cool interviews like with you guys or whether it's a hip-hop artist or whether it's fucking Chris Hollywood, you know, whoever it is. And just that be their, their time to let, tune everything else out. And yeah. just forget about all all the the world around them. So, I I can tell you for a fact that there has been a lot of radio personalities that have done that. For Newber was one of them. You talk about Newber, yeah. um, God, I remember him vividly from back in the day when I was you know a younger kid. Um, Bo Bishop ninety seven point one. Um, I have people like that 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 have done that in my life, <clears throat> and to kind of become one of those people is the coolest fucking thing in the world. I mean, it's the absolute coolest thing in the world. So I'm glad that you got to experience that. Cause that's, it's much, it's very well deserved. So you guys Absolutely. do really yeah. impressive and incredible work. So thank you. Yeah. No, no, Dude, no thanks. Needed. I'm going to cry. No, <laughs> you wouldn't be the, the first bur- one the to cry. Cause normally it's me and him that cries. <laughs> It's me and Tyler that cries because we're talking yeah. about our fucking lives and shit and how back in the day we, we, were... we we've had some really deep conversations on this pod. We but it, I mean, it just goes into what you know, it's what this music, what we does listen for to, us, why we listen to it, how it helps us through the day, kind of things. Couldn't mm-hmm. count the many of times that music has saved my life because it has. Yep. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm curious from you guys, um, knowing that you you do a lot of these events and we were just kind of talking about meeting some of these like, you know, rock stars and shit. Like what are some of the, the coolest interactions you have had? Oh, this is awesome. And, mm. and I want to hear like the worst. The biggest yes. dick. <laughs> the biggest dick. Damn. Like not literally, but. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's well, horrible. maybe literally, but. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shit. Yes, that's just like when we have musicians come on. We were like, "What was the best show you've ever played? What was the worst show you've ever played?" We got to have both ends. Everything's not always sunshines and rainbows. I said sunshine. I don't want to like throw fuck? anybody under the bus, though. I, I, you don't have to you name don't have them. To, no, you don't have to name. Them. Get, oh, okay. Give us your best first. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's start with the good, the news. coolest, most whatever. Oh man, I'm trying to think. She's got so many. I was gonna say this girl has probably <laughs> met. I only have like I only have a handful, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there's actually there's okay. I you can give multiple ones. You can give multiple. Fine. This is your show. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is about you two. It was like my second year working at the Blitz. We were at Rock on the Range, and we have like a a, a media table backstage. Um, for bands to come and I wasn't doing like interviews at the time I was just kind of newer and I was a fill-in for the table until like a jock showed up like our, our bigger jocks and I'm just sitting there and Zach Wild comes up and oh and they're <laughs> like they're like we need to get an interview with he has like a time slot he only has like five minutes he can do this and our other jock was tied up and couldn't do it and they're like Cody you're on and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was, it was the worst interview ever. And I, I 
I think it's still out there, and I, I wish it was. It still exists. So he how did you get so, your beard so soft? <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish I would have thought of things. My my mind went blank, but he was so kind, so sweet. Like he made me feel like home. Like he he made he knew that I wasn't like here to do that. But yeah. he just was. That was my the best interaction I've had with any artist to just instantly like make me feel good and That's awesome. and. Yeah, Zach he was genuine. And it was fucking Zach Wild. It was fucking Zach Wild. Holy the, shit, dude. Yeah. Like and like the photos were great because he's laughing and we're smiling. And yeah, just one of my 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 favorite memories of like meeting an artist. That's it's my first incredible. one. Yeah. yeah. Not bad for a first time. Yeah. 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 What the fuck? Zach Wild, no big deal. Like yeah. that's on the Mount Rushmore of guitar players with Dimebag Daryl. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah, no, it's, yeah. okay. Sure, Zach Wild. All right. That's yeah. insane. How old Gabe, were you? Gabe, what about time? you? 21. Oh, sorry. 21. 22, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Gabe? Uh, Can you top that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, one time, well, there's two times when I was interning. Both were comedians. Okay. Oh, um, shit. I didn't even think of that. When uh, Marlon Wayans came. Oh, no shit. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Hold on. I don't know names. Who's the Wayans bros. You've never seen white chicks. You've he's never seen white chicks. Me. White chicks. Oh, okay. I know. The Wayans bros. I'm yeah, he's three the, of them. He's the uh, haunted house. Not, not the one with the. Wife. Is he Brittany or? He's yeah. the What's the one? other name? The single the one, one of the one. two. If that. I don't follow him. Down the hair. one that wasn't cheating on his supposedly cheating on his wife. Okay. But was he in Little Man too? No, that was the one with the wife. Okay. No, Marlon's the other one. I have it backwards from the movie. Um, well, there's three of them, right? Yeah, I think there's, there's four three. or five. I think there's, there's actually, but only three are like real big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, oh, he, okay. He, okay. He came in to promote, he was doing So he was the baby in Little Man. I thought yeah, he, was he was in Little Man. He yeah. was the baby in Little Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. No yes. way, yeah. dude. I actually just watched that. Little Man's one of my yeah, favorite yeah. movies of all time. And I don't even watch yeah. movies anymore. Babe, I couldn't what? believe you went two rounds last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's Holy over there like licking his lips and shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway. What was he doing? Oh, like a it, so he was a he came in as a guest. I don't know. It was a Friday, and um, he, on the morning show. Okay. And uh, I tried really hard. Like I was really good about it. He's the only him and Tom Ryan, who's Ohio State's wrestling coach. The yep. only yes. two guys yep. I yep. asked coach for Ryan. pictures with. Yep. I'm a big wrestling nerd. Okay. Yo, and, dude, um, Coach Ryan's the goat, bro. I, dude, I'm like, Coach Ryan's the goat. If you ever meet Vic, he'll tell you that's the one dude who came into the studio where I was like looking like a little kid. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Coach Ryan's, the, coach up Ryan's the goat. Um, but uh, I, you know, I didn't. I was an intern. I didn't want to take. I didn't want to ask people for pictures. Sure. But when You're Marlon came boy. through, yeah. uh, when he was walking out, I walked out and I told him, which was the truth. Hey, dude, my mom will kill me if I tell her I met you and I didn't get a picture. Can I get a picture with you? And I couldn't figure. Like my phone was too dark. It was really bright out. And uh -huh. he went here, here. And he pulled his phone out and he took a picture of us and he went, it'll be on my Instagram. And he got in his car and left. And then he posted it to his story. No and it was just me and him way, smiling real dude. big. That wow. and uh, Josh Wolf. Uh, another comedian it's it's literally nothing um but if you ever have him in for whatever reason don't give him a styrofoam cup he hates him uh okay he he told me that and he asked me bold to of you to assume we would have him on well, <laughs> yeah, I try and find him a mug and i'd only been there for a couple months so i just start tearing apart the break room wow. and he was like you don't you don't know i found like a bunch of old mugs under the sink and i was like 
he, I'll rinse it out. He's like, you don't know where your stuff's at? I was like, no, dude, I'm an intern. He's like, I'm going to tell everyone it's your fault. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just holy shit. Out. No, but he was joking. He yeah, was joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was fine. It was but fine. you were probably like, oh. And for like uh, a half yeah. second. I'm yeah. fired. Uh, yeah, those are the two. Uh, for the most part, it's <clears throat> it's pretty uh, business-like. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So. There's a level of professionalism that has to come with it. Yeah, I think for unfortunately, good. <laughs> I just I have to hear the worst. Yeah, yeah I got. I have to worst. hear the worst experience. It, come on, you don't, you don't have, have to, to name, name names. Them if you if it was me, I would, but you don't have to. <laughs> but it, at the end of this, I am show, not in a position as, of power like as you. As soon as we turn off this show, I'm gonna ask I'm some gonna fucking ask, names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. shit that's off the air stays off the air, but. Do you have that many bad experiences? Or? <laughs> I feel like the, the 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 bad ones are guys blow us off or don't show up for interviews. Uh, that's yeah. happened a handful yeah, of times. Yeah, I can see that. That's happened more often than like a bad experience. Do you suppose. roast them on the radio when that happens? Hmm, I was trying to pretend it didn't happen. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So one of the I, when I think about mine, like, and I think I don't know if we've ever talked about this ourselves. Like who our coolest and worst interactions were. Two of the coolest ones for me. One was Levi Benton, frontman from Miss May I. Uh, I just could not. I mean, he took a picture with me, stood there and talked to me about music for like 20 minutes after a show. And I did my best to not fanboy out, right? Like I just tried. It's I had so a Miss hard. May I shirt mm -hmm. on and it's so hard. <clears throat> and I, it wasn't even like a VIP thing. Dude just walked out in the crowd at the Newport after the show. Like they all did. Dude from ABR, Fit for a King, they all did. They all came out, took pictures, signed autographs. I love when they do that. Yeah, just like it was no big deal. And Levi, I had on, uh, oh God, I can't remember which. It was it was one of the uh, older Miss May I albums. And he was like, oh, you've been a fan for a long time. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I've been listening to y'all since you guys were still in Troy, Ohio. Yep. And um, so we just started talking. And uh, he asked me, he's like, hey, man, you want to take a picture? And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't going to ask, but yeah, yeah, of course I do. So that picture's still floating around on my Instagram somewhere. But um, I was much thinner back then. Um, but, <laughs> but anyways... Um, just a super genuine dude. And just so you could say he's just from just a dude from Ohio, man. Just super cool. Mm -hmm. But all those guys were from all those bands. Another one was I talked about Chris from like Monster Flames. I walked up to the merch tent and I mean, he comes off the stage and goes straight to the merch tent to sell merch. And, you know, there was probably four or five people ahead of me that were all asking for pictures. And I get that. Some of them are kids and all that. So I get up there and I have our pod shirt on and I'm not going to ask him for a picture because he just had like five or six people asking for that. I'm just there to buy merch. Tell him, hey, great set. First thing he does, he points at my shirt and I've said on the show before, he's like, damn, I saw that logo on Twitter today. And I was like, you, you did? <laughs> and I don't wow. even remember if I, I said it's, I was like, yeah, it's a metal podcast. Or if I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's our podcast because I... You know, He's so I, baffled he doesn't remember. <laughs> I just I don't remember if I said it's a podcast or if it's our you know my podcast or whatever, because um, my fucking face is in the middle of the t-shirt. But it was just so cool. And then we just stood there and talked about music and and um you know told him what a great set it was and he was just such a down to earth dude and I just saw him on stage tearing people to pieces because they weren't bouncing <laughs> and and it was just such a cool cool interaction and it just reminded me of man these are just regular guys regular gals you know i've heard the yeah. same thing about somebody like courtney laplante um just normal people they're not too big for their britches and that mm -hmm. you know they'll talk this this we consider like Mosta flames one of the biggest metalcore bands in the country in the world right now and and their front man is the one selling their merch 
like yeah. gets off stage, goes straight to the merch tent and yep. take pictures, take autographs or do autographs, sell merch. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're just regular guys. Fact. So yeah. it's fucking badass. There's something about that too. Like, uh, them, I feel like maybe from their perspective, I'm not in that position, but like knowing that that interaction will live and last for so long. Like, like, uh, I had one, you know, I went to a show to see Upon a Burning Body Ooh. when I was, Ooh. like, 22 or 23. Nice. And I acted like an asshole, dude. I got on stage twice at Park Street Saloon. Uh, but it was this, I was just so excited, dude. I showed up with my Spurs jersey on. Yeah. I, I loved Upon a Burning Body. I, I still do. And, um... Uh, after the show, Danny Leal is the lead singer. He took a picture with me and talked to me for a while. And it was like, it stuck with me ever since of like that acknowledgement of like, Hey, I was a young kid who yeah. he was probably irritated with, you know, I staged of twice and not, I'm not saying that that's the worst thing in the world, but like, I, yeah. did, you know, as long I, just, as you, I think I just, as long as you don't overstay your welcome on stage, they don't care. Right. And I, I just, I think I got a little, a little too turned. It's know? the people that get young. up there and two step yeah. for five yeah. minutes. Then they're like, uh, get the fuck off the stage. But <laughs> he still like talked to me and took a picture with me. And that's, that's, that has stuck with me for a long time. Just, it's I mean, like that appreciation of like, Hey, you know, we're not all perfect. And maybe you're being a little crazy tonight, but yeah. like you came here for me and that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that is something that's because here's the thing. Sure. Metal musicians are all metal, metal fans at heart. They're just, they're still the, the, that same guy in the mosh pit or in the, in the crowd somewhere, you know, they're still us. They're just the ones on stage providing the music now. So, that's the cool thing again that I think about this scene um, that not a lot of people talk about, and we try to bring bring light to on the on the show. Um, so I know Tyler has some other things that I wanted to make sure we didn't skip over, but just real quick for me, what do you see your career or hope that your career at the Blitz becomes? Uh, just you know, where do you see that trajectory of um, you know, do you want to continue to do the DJing thing? Is there something else that you would like to do within the company? Is it maybe a bigger, more expanded role? What's what's kind of your uh, dream scenario there? Fuck! Oh, Aaron Lewis! Oh, he's an shit. asshole! He's a dick! <laughs> he's I've a fucking that. asshole! He I've is a fucking that. dick! She said the yeah. name. Don't Stop matter. talking! She said the name. Stop talking! I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We paid money to hear so you. So did you meet him? I did. He was one of my the he was the same same day as Zach Wild. Same day as Zach. Wow, that's, you got so this. You, you got you got the you got whole contrast day one. I yeah. have never I have never heard a good word about Aaron Lewis. Wow. No, he wasn't giving anything on the interview. You tried to talk to him and he was just kind of like I get like some people are kind of like funny with interviews, but he wasn't funny. He was just a dick and stared straight ahead. He didn't want to talk. It was just his demeanor, the way he, he talked man. to you or Come treated on. you. I, I have never heard a good... I don't listen to him yeah. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pure and honest answer because I have I was heard, really thinking about it. I have, <laughs> I, have, I have heard so many... I mean, there's videos of it all the time. Him being a dick to people when he's on stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... I'm not, I'm not with that, man. If it wasn't for those people, you wouldn't be sitting there. Yeah. I love his music, which is why I don't. still listen to him. That's another thing is I love don't. It. Like, I don't listen to Stained on the regular, but at one point I really did. Um, I've always known he's a dick, but, 
you know, we've talked about it on the show before. Like outside of the music, I don't give a fuck. And I'm usually as that long way as too. the music is good, I'm going to listen to it. I don't care. But you if know, you're a dick to the people that put you there, that's where I have a that's, problem. That's I, I have had a problem with some of the things I've heard from him, but I don't know. At at, at some point, I sometimes feel bad for some of these people because like Stained used to be like the biggest fucking thing around and i'm sure like dude couldn't go fucking anywhere without people harassing him yeah probably not so like i i I see why you understood why slipknot wore the masks (laughs) right so like i i I see why some of these guys turn into assholes and shit motherfucker sings the spongebob theme song with tom kenny that's the voice of spongebob and he also got to like mature through that period of of them being so huge that makes me think, Corey. Yeah, before all they before they like showed yeah, who they were. All of them, and my, it's like. You know, but you know who didn't? And I'm gonna go real old school Aaron here. Lewis. Kiss. <laughs> Just kidding, kiss. Because Gene Simmons is still a cocksucker. Yeah. Even after all these years, and he got to mature. Like they got huge with the makeup, and took the makeup off, and he was still a dick. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of. Um, I didn't personally have this interaction, but one of my friends did. Saw an artist in a hotel bar and tapped him on the shoulder and he turned around and was like don't touch me she was like i just wanted a photo with you he's like yeah but don't touch me so like i don't know do you i i get where where like you it's just weird to go up and touch people yeah but you you are who you are like you should kind of expect that yeah, sh- but you shouldn't say, be a fucking sh- dick about it should be a, f- a level of fucking expectation right I heard a little anger if, in her voice if, <laughs> if, if, here's the thing. Damn. fame comes with a price yeah okay? yep. and if you aren't willing to pay that price then you don't need to have the fame right and whether that's an actor whether that's a musician whether that's mm-hmm. a comedian what what a, a politician whatever it might be which all politicians are pieces of shit but that's besides the point what Whatever you choose to do, if you achieve any modicum of fame, there is a price that comes with that. And if you can't handle that with some dignity and some humility, then I have no use for you. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Just be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with you, like, putting your hands on me. One of the comments that we got on our YouTube is, you know, because we interact with people. We interact with listeners. And people are, like, blown away by that. And it's like, Dude, we we are not big. We are not. We're not even close to being. Even our, if you our are biggest big, episode like, has like three hundred something views. We we talked about today. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like one episode has that's a combined awesome. three hundred about a, about three hundred fifty streams on all platforms. Yeah, it's a, that is. But a we're lot of in. People, you know, like we're in. Not compared to the Blitz, but you know. No, no. <laughs> I think we've been streamed in forty states, 12, 13, 14 different countries. Um. But we're not big, and at the, and people are like, "Oh my god, you, thank you for like responding to me." I'm like, "Dude, we're just regular dudes." I like, get we're it. Not, it once if you're it bigger, wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have this. Once you're bigger, constantly interacting with your fan base can be. I'm exhausting. sure that's a job. Yeah, I'm sure it can be, and I yeah. I, I don't want to sound too judgy. I try. I, there's a fine line, right? Mm-hmm. And I I, tr- I try to to understand their point of view of. Son of a bitch. It's all I ever do is sign autographs and take pictures and sign autographs and take pictures and talk to people. Blah, blah, oh, blah, God, blah. life is so hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm wiping my sweat from from playing with $100 bills and 
So I don't feel too much sympathy for some of these big people that mm-hmm. are like like Aaron Lewis. Zero sympathy, bro. You are a multimillionaire and have been for 30 years. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One time we had a a Blitz event set up. I don't think you worked there at the time. It was was a Stone Sour concert. And we... (laughs) we, Have you met Corey? No. Okay. That would be one. That would be be a dream interview for me. I I was at the A&R Music Bar and we set up in the plaza area. And we had the Blitz fan right there. I wasn't there at the time, but the two promo assistants were down there unloading the van to bring it up. Corey Taylor came out and helped them, like unload the That's van awesome. into That's the, the most plaza. Corey Taylor shit I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I, I don't think it really matters how big you are. It just matters of matters of like who you are. Who you are as a person. That honestly might be my number one dream interview. And Slipknot's not my favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. But like Corey Taylor, just from the human being that he is and mm-hmm. his level of ta- like his range of talent. Yeah. What he's done with Slipknot, what he's done with Stone Sour, what, what he's done, he's done, done by SpongeBob himself. song. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's just real. He's yeah. Just such a yeah. good dude. And they're a bunch of fucking rednecks from Iowa by God. Right. And that's probably come why. Come in, come on. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So that shit's cool. That's that's Midwest emo. Or what yeah. They call it. <laughs> yeah, Midwest emo. He so, was recently at incarceration and did um a, a a tour with a listener. They did like a, a contest where you could win a, a tour in the prison with Corey Taylor and they recorded awesome. it and he was just I don't know, man. So he's there's another cool Chris Motionless from Motionless and Why. There's another one. And actually, Chris Hollywood is friends with Chris Motionless. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You got Maybe it. one day, baby. Maybe one day. Because if you watch any interview with Chris Motionless, I get Corey Taylor vibes. Yeah. Such a soft. Eight foot gen- tall motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Eight foot tall, nastiest screams, most gorgeous, yep. clean vocal dude. And, yep. and you talk about he, Chris Motionless is top five all time for me. <laughs> Look, um, I need to clean up my yard before we get too big of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could go on the road for that. I got a slip and slide on the back porch, <laughs> just hanging out there. I got but cardboard boxes, people ready like to that, burn. People like that is who I want to interact with, not mm-hmm. the Aaron Lewis's of the world, the Corey Taylors. Of yeah, the world. you know, I I'm not the I'm not the biggest motionless white guy at sure. all. Okay, like, I know a handful of songs. Sure. But uh, I remember so vividly an interview of his. We, this I thought of this like an hour ago. We were talking about uh, uh, like them just being people. Yeah, like everybody's just a person. Uh, there's an interview of him talking about. He's like, yeah, you know, we play our shows, but then I, I just, I just really want to play NHL on the tour bus. I just play NHL on my PS3 a lot. <laughs> like I remember watching it's this just like a regular 10 years dude. ago. And being like, okay, that's the one thing I think of any time I hear Chris Motionless. Uh, he likes to play NHL. And by the way, he's like, I'm gonna great go TikTok the, follow. Yeah, Hila- the bus, he is dude. fucking hilarious. I follow him on TikTok, and he is he'll do this bit where he's like the typical Midwest dad. He'll put on like a uh, like a polo shirt and put like something under his to like give him a beer gut and wear like New Balances and mow the yard and a bucket hat and like. <laughs> He is a great TikTok That's follow. Hey, you guys remember the Super Soft Birthday Party? Oh, I did. Yeah. oh yeah. That, 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 that popped up recently. That on was my, so uh, my question I'm curious of, you had mentioned you were at, uh, what's it called Incarceration? Now? It not Incarceration. Is it Louder called Sonic Temple? Sonic. Oh, Sonic yeah. Temple. Yeah, it's called Sonic Temple now. Sorry, I haven't went, and f- went for years. Which, um, by the way, isn't Sonic Temple a cult album? It huh? is an album. It's the cult. Oh, the is cult. It? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Fire! 
Yeah. That's the best fucking motorcycle riding song Such ever made. Is <laughs> yeah, oh, so, great song. Cody Jackson. Every time I think of that song, oh, I think yeah. of Cody Jackson. Yep. He loved the cult. So anyways, my question is... It is an album by the cult. Yes. With it's the a gorgeous blip. album cover, Yes, with it's album of Fire Isn't Google just an amazing thing? Yeah, it's fantastic. You mean Apple Music? Uh, whatever whatever he just what he did he over there. Was, Spotify, but I wasn't yeah. correct either of you. <laughs> so my question is, you guys mentioned you were recently at Sonic Temple. What kind of backstage access did you guys and the Blitz, what what does the Blitz get at something is like that? Is it different than Rock on the Range? It, it is different than Rock on the Range. It was so different this year. It wasn't as like laid back as it used to be. It, okay. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as much. Fair. And it's, it differs every year what, what access you get, what, what yeah. access you don't, like who's in it. Like the, the last Rock on the Range before Sonic Temple – my boss gave me a universal wristband, and I got to I got to go everywhere. And this year, I didn't get shit. So, yeah. huh? Yeah. And that's probably just from the show promoters, right? That's probably their kind of yeah. They yeah. we didn't really get as much this year. So when I think, because especially as a kid, when I thought about like the the most the penultimate of music festivals, there's Warp Tour, and there's Rock on the Range. Right? Those were it. Those were the two shows of the year. And if you didn't go to them, you were a square. <laughs> and when never Rock on the Warp, huh? Never went to Warp. I've never been to either. Mm-hmm. Rock on the Range was I've, fucking I've blast. never been to a music festival. Are you serious? One hundred percent serious. Missing out, man. Most of the availability I ever had, I used for shows that we were playing at. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the thing. Is when Maybe you're in a band, playing you're... at Sonic Temple. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, new we, to we that. I'm that. learning that life. But you will be. Uh huh. Maybe one. I foresee <laughs> Screaming Evidence playing Sonic Temple within five years. For sure. Once they get this new music out, they'll be playing Sonic Temple. Hell yeah. The next step for me, and I'm, I'm taking my official position as manager here, is King of Clubs. <laughs> That's got to happen. Because mm-hmm. they've played with so many bands that have played that, played that yeah. place. And I'm like, you guys are on that level. We're, we need to get that rolling. And they treat you so well That's at the King of yeah. Clubs. They, they literally do that, treat you was like Was it Jay and Steve from Sour Blood? Yeah, Jay I think and, it was. I think it was yeah. Jay and Steve from Sour Blood were talking about how they treat you, and it's just yeah. immaculate. As how they treat soon you. as they showed up, they had people ready to help them unload. That's what yeah. we yep, heard. That's yep. what we heard, dude. I, have, we we finished our set. I carry two things down the ramp. I walk back up. Everything's gone. Wow. And then I walk down and I go. I bet I'm forgetting something. I walk back up. The other guy's hit. The other guy's kit is halfway set up already. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Fine. They they got it, dude. They they who are stole my shit? So good. That's what I would think. I have heard. We have heard. You know, from now shout from out you guys. King of Clubs, yeah, man. man. We I mean, will see y'all soon. Mission. So not only has King of Clubs cemented themselves as the best for fans in the state, because me personally, I'm like, there ain't no other place I'd rather go see a show. Mm-hmm. But now we've heard from multiple sources that for bands they are just off the charts. So, they're so good. They're, they they seem to me like the the preeminent fucking venue in mm-hmm. at least Central Ohio. Yeah, Southern Ohio, Central Ohio. Do you remember the Alrosa Village? Yes, it's I, just that yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of that that's, vibe. Jay and Steve from what, Sour Blood said the same damn thing. That's kind of yeah. what I was talking to Kyler about when we showed up. Is you know I got a lot of those vibes, and I I really feel like they took. Al Rosa's place when mm-hmm. Al Rosa left be, or closed down, down. Yeah. and uh, the only negative thing I will say is the first band we heard 
uh, at that show, I got concerned that the sound was going to be very much like Al Rosa. Because Al Rosa was very much like the sound guy had like his way of doing things. And if you didn't like it, fuck you. The kick mm-hmm. drum was on a trigger yeah, system and like, every band was the it's same. Like, all you heard was all kick you drum. hear is kick drum, a little bit of vocals, guitars, kind of. Um, Scoop the mix. It was like... I, I hope this isn't the sound that we're going to get the whole night. It was and not. It, it was not. The first so three just, notes from Boundaries, we were like, oh, well, oh okay. Hey, really quick, I do think the second tagline of this, sh- uh, third, other than fat that's metal as fuck, don't be fat in the dress. <laughs> don't thanks scoop to the Chris, mids. Thanks to Chris Hollywood, I think the third tagline should be don't, don't scoop, scoop the, the mids. mids. Don't scoop the don't mids. mids. <laughs> Sorry. All Continue. the gain would be another one. All right, just so that yeah. you all yep. know about the don't be fat in the dress. All oh, right. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's people asking you, like, your opinion of something and then getting fucking mad when you give them the honest opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, when, like your, when your old lady says, do I look fat in this dress? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> don't be fat in the fucking dress. <laughs> and she gets mad. No, now for you, that is gonna never ever be the fucking case. But <laughs> so if if your old lady's like, you know, I'm just saying for all the listeners out there, if you haven't heard the the don't be fat in the dress episode, if she says, "Hey, do I look fat?" Yes. <laughs> she gets mad. Like, listen, if I put on a shirt and I'm like, "Babe, do I look fat?" And she's like, "Yes." I'm like, "All right, well, I'm changing the shirt." Okay, I'm not gonna get mad. If you get mad, don't ask for the opinion or don't. Be fat in the dress. So that <laughs> is the, that. like if if a, if a band says, "Oh, check out my music. Tell me what you think." And you're like, "It sucks." Mm-hmm. And people get mad. Like I see that on TikTok. So we have a we're fortunate enough that we have fifteen thousand followers on TikTok, um, which wow. is cool. Fucking Thank hell! You. Awesome. A lot of that was it was his Tyler TikTok before beforehand. the pod started. He yeah. changed it to the pod. I yeah. did. I oh, had. I had. So I had a video that had six point five. I had a video that had six point five million views. Six point six now. And then I have you another one that has, and then I have another one that has three point eight. Yeah, huh? Her what eyes the got big. Fuck, that's yeah. insane. So, that's awesome. It's the pods TikTok. They, I, I, they're the only ones that brought that up. So yes, it, I guess it was mine before. So I, I got thirteen thousand of those fifteen thousand followers, and then got the other. You know, we've got in the past couple of months, we've gotten the additional two, which is great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but it helps, right? It helps with getting, uh, getting promotion out there and stuff, but. I see a lot of like bands that put, you know, they're coming up and they're putting music out. And if it sucks and somebody comments that it sucks, people like attack them in the comments. And I'm like, look, they're putting this out there for an opinion. If, oh God, somebody was mean to me on the internet. If you can't handle somebody being mean to you on the internet, don't be on the fucking internet. Mm -hmm. So the most, excuse me. Don't be fat. Don't be fat. Literally. So that's where that comes from is, is, don't, is, if you can't that. handle the truth, don't ask for the opinion. So don't be fat in the dress. Yep. That's where that comes from. Don't scoop the mids comes from a band called Omerta scooping the fuck out of their mids. <laughs> <laughs> and the guitars were all washed out and you couldn't hear them. So they, 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 the band was good. They were really good. But, but the they sound the mids. was like, come on, man. Just, you know that, what, that you, one little knob, just turn it up. You, a I know bit. you know what we mean by scooping the mids. So I'm curious from you, legends, um, for my own personal gain and my own band's gain. Um, not gain. what's it take what? to get on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he's gonna that, ask. That's not it. No, seriously, because we we bring local <laughs> yeah. artists on this show, like yourself, Gabe, as as a band member. 
From your guys' perspective, working for the Blitz, what kind of advice would you guys give to local bands to some way, somehow get to a certain point or some way, somehow find themselves on the radio one day? Bro, my legs are white yeah. as shit. <laughs> I know. She I've been blinded yeah. this whole time and it's not that. Not yeah, that it's terrible. <laughs> um, the redneck I, that never wears shorts. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, I know that that's TikTok weird. TikTok is huge. But like do that. I think make content, promote yourself like crazy. C- keep coming out with shit like weekly if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, lean into the cringe. Yeah. I- I'm I telling like you. That. Dude, lean listen. What did I tell you yesterday? Get TikTok already. You're like, nah. I just know that I'll get addicted to it, and I have too many other things that I'm involved with. Mm -hmm. I have too many other things going on. Yeah, try not, try not to be on it, but unless it yeah, posting it off. Yeah, so he's one of those third party apps. It's funny you say that too. Uh, uh, Will Carlson, uh, the guy's been producing us, and in is Bill Murray. That's something that he told us. The same wording, like lean into the cringe. Like that's a huge cycle stuff. Caleb Chomo, constant, cringe as fuck, but he's hilarious. Yeah, and constant activity, always be pushing stuff. As far as getting on the radio specifically, uh, yeah, and maybe I didn't mean it as, hey, find a way to put a song. I didn't mean it that way. It was just, yeah, he did. To a point, I mean, I would love that, but (laughs) these motherfuckers would love to be. I honestly would be real. (laughs) I would honestly be. And they're hate. perfect for the Blitz, not to plug them. I w- they're perfect. I would hate if we were played on the radio they're just like a because Chevelle we're not breaking proud. Benjamin. We're not proud of what we've put out thus far. Mm. Um, but m- the premise of the question is, any sort of local artist out there, from your guys' perspective and what you deal with on a day-to-day, what have you seen for maybe up up-and-coming artists? What have they done to catch your guys' attention or... Other than having good music, I understand that's the biggest piece of all. Is of it, it the content piece? Is it just being recognizable on social media? It's putting on a good show, putting on a good live performance. There's, there's a band, a local band that I recently become have become obsessed with. Like they're my favorite band right now, just because of their, yeah, just because of their live shout performances. Out. Brave Lake, shout Brave out Lake. Brave Lake. They're, Brave Lake, shout them out. Brave Lake. They're, I think they're from Dayton, but okay. I okay. Listen, there is no state in the fucking union that has metal me- better metal music than Ohio. I will I will die on that hill. Oh, yeah. Think about all the great metal acts that have come from mm-hmm. the state. Yeah. Brave Lake. Brave Shout Lake. out Brave Shout Lake. Out Brave I'm going to find out about y'all. Yeah, Derek think- Muncy, pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their music's great. We have a lot of people that do that, that listen to the show, and they. I'm telling you, that's why we love to shout out local artists and stuff. I shouted out one, a, bu- a fucking bunch of high school kids from Wyoming that I found on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I've, I've found a TikTok bunch of... TikTok is huge yeah, for music. Because I, of I find so many bands on mm-hmm. TikTok, and, and I wish that these guys would get, get on it and put content out. And We're just lazy. But the energy you put out at a live show, yeah, can can someone who's at that live show isn't necessarily there for you. You can make them a fan of you, and it will mm-hmm. just uh, what it'd be a domino effect. We can do that. We've done that a lot. Yeah, and I I'm kind of in a tough place with that just I'll because for you. I clearly the only reason I say that is. 
my thought when it comes to us playing music together and us TikTok as a group, and, and maybe you were, <laughs> maybe you were late, Gabe. I I don't know, but like my thought process when we play a show was never. This will sound really stupid, but hopefully I'm able to put it into perspective. Was never to put on a show like like a hair metal band yeah, would be exuberant or, any, or like, anything. Yeah, I simply want people to feel mm-hmm. our music that is all yeah i also understand that you're probably not going to feel our music if i'm just standing there as a robot strumming a fucking guitar Absolutely, yeah bro didn't watch enough creed music videos to figure it out <laughs> i guess not but <laughs> you're yeah. not sweating enough yeah you so when you when more. you say energy at a show, you don't mean somebody doing flips. Or yeah, do you mean running around? Or... You just mean the vibe involved. The, yeah, the vibe. Like you guys need, like a, a local band, like needs to find their their niche, their uh-huh. yeah. the thing that makes them like stand out and different. And that's I don't know. That's what Be I original. Pe- yeah, and that's what I feel mm-hmm. about Bra- brave. Like just bring something to the table that not a, not a lot a lot of other what local kind of bands g- I've seen bring genre wise what are they give me um i think they say that they're kind of like bare tooth or well, so, they, so they're like metalcore i was going to say i would say i would say like mostly metalcore yeah like, okay. like there's like hints of i of more of a pop punky vibe sometimes so we call we call them radiocore that's I, not I, a shot. I wouldn't but that, call them that okay but i do i see what you're saying you get what i I'm guess kind of you i guess actually I would. We call bands but, like Beartooth, I Prevail, stuff like that, radio. But newer Beartooth. Because they have Because they have Okay. Do they have unclean vocals? Do they scre- I think so too. Do they scream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's 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 where that term comes octane core is another. Yeah, that's better. That's better. I was that's what I mean. It's like it's like Beartooth songs but not the ones that you'll hear on like FM. older Beartooth FM. Yeah, Love gotcha. older Beartooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, like you were saying, there's just Hey, what's this... FM stand for? Uh, frequency modulation? Yeah, I don't I know. Fucking... I have no idea. If that was a guess, that was a good guess, because I have no idea. Well, that's a, it's a All right, I got FM. a real fucking <laughs> hard question. <laughs> real hard question. How do you get your what's legs AM to be at least two legs? I used to know this. Why can't I think of it right now? I am not knowing. I used to know this, too. I know AM was was big, and then FM... Got big during the '80s because of like the hair metal shit, like because no, like no AM radio stations w- would play like the you know metal or rock or you know the hair metal and stuff. But like these FM stations started coming around where they were playing this stuff that people wanted to hear, and that's when FM now AM's with the seventy year olds. AM had to a if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, AM <laughs> has a a wider broadcast radius. I believe. I think I think so. I think it's wider range it does. bigger it signal does. is like the whole, the whole okay. point. Of it. That's why a lot of okay. you know you were talking about the fan a lot yeah. so far, and I still hear 1460 when I think of the fan. 1460, the fan. Yeah, because that was the OG. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's why I grew up. I grew yeah. up watching Buckeye games, and my dad and I yeah. we would play the radio, yep. and mute the TV. Yeah, but you know what's funny? We'd hear the play. It was still Paul five... Keels back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you hear the play Paul five Keels. seconds before you see it. 1460 you know? AM. Home uh, of the Buckeye. Yeah, we got a fan. motherfucking Buckeye in here, baby. So Let's I, go. I think it's so good for sports for that mm-hmm. reason. It gets the wider range, and you, you team don't McCord need or the team quality. Devin Brown. But and I didn't know that, but I feel like that would make sense. You know, you get the stronger signal to come out. The stronger sound can come through now. Because a lot yeah. of that oldie stuff, like 
if you listen to music that even even stuff that's popular now like hendrix or like you know, like dire straits whatever yeah, like 60 yeah. 70 stuff when am was really big a lot of it's flatter you know um sounding wise and then <laughs> as it gets 95.5 the hawk and, but, right, but you're not losing as much then. Oh, uh, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, as it, as, as the sound starts to get yeah, fatter so, and fatter, you need to be able to hear more of it. Yeah, so it was um, FM was able to broadcast more of the original signal, but it couldn't broadcast it as far. But AM was always fuzzy. AM. AM but radio, you could listen to it from a long ass ways away. Mm-hmm. AM radio having the wider. Uh, broadcast is what allowed things like fucking Bob Marley and shit from Jamaica to make its way into the U.S. Well, that's unfortunate. Oh. So, because it had such a wide... He likes reggae. Huh. That's cool. Love reggae. Yeah. So, hell yeah. I know a thing or two. But yeah, but you don't know the fucking lead singer for fucking... I don't fucking know anybody's <laughs> name. Fuck their name. Oh, I just... Is, are, reggae, is your music bro. good? All right, cool. Let, let me remember your band. That's why I'm the same. I'm bad with names. He's I'm really spo- good with names. I'm supposed to be a music encyclopedia here. So that's what uh, one of our previous guests calls me. He's like, yeah, bro. Every time I listen to an episode, I'm like, God damn, Kyler's a fucking music encyclopedia. I try. Somebody's <laughs> got to know their shit around here. <laughs> I know some shit. You're pretty. Know I know my stuff. shit. That's hey, what we got. That's, we got a good dynamic hey, Thank here. you, man. <laughs> thank I try you, to be. Man. You are, it's man. the beard. Yeah, you're a good looking guy, you know? Thanks. Thanks, babe. Jesus Christ, I never kiss? thought these two so, would flirt yes. with each other. We, we might show. kiss we after, might the kiss show. after the show. <laughs> so, I do want to dive real quick into, before before we let you guys go, I don't want to keep you too long. Um, I do want to dive into Heavy Metal Hot Takes and make you think, because it's always fun. Preston had a really fucking good one that he sent in our group chat. Uh, maybe it was yesterday, maybe it was the day before. And I'm going to say it for you, because your ass won't remember. No, 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 no. Can I say it? Do you remember it? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> So no, you can't fucking hold say on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're like that dude in that TikTok. Hold on, hold on. Her sister was a witch, bro. <laughs> dude, the wicked witch of the east, bro. Yeah, you're the that seven, guy. The seven what is, what is, no. What, what does he the, say? Uh, what does he say? Grow up, dude. Yeah, grow, grow up, up, dog. <laughs> her sister was a witch, right? <laughs> and what was her sister? Oh, I know the wicked witch of the east, bro. <laughs> that, yeah. Grow up, dog. Grow up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's him. Give me a hint. I want no. Give me a hint, Shut bitch. Up. Oh, it's hey. my hot take. <laughs> What's Playing the best guitar? guitar? Oh, yeah. And he meant this as a joke. Yeah, and then so I, was, I was like I was fucking around. I had a little endorphin rust when I was driving and listening to music yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was two days ago, I think. So, endorphin rush. All right, this is interesting. That, yeah, so, you know, when Bro you, thought start, he was you get the meat long. sweats and you're thinking about something and you get excited really fast. Drunk text and driving text, bro. It's the same thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> facts. <laughs> so. Don't drink and drive. This will so kind of be a fucking joke, but my hot take you're an idiot. was that the best guitar on the planet is the air guitar. <laughs> now wait, now wait. You're you're you you laugh, and I did the same thing at first, but then I thought, I know he's being a dumbass, but he's right. What's the only always portable guitar? What is the first thing that so many people do when their favorite riff comes on that they hear? What is uh, just especially a- Midwestern dads? <laughs> 
what it what is um the the only universal instrument that everybody can play yep gabe always air drums all the time i air guitar constantly if i'm not if if i'm not doing this when i'm driving my old lady's like you okay you love this song what's wrong because i'm constantly right here on my leg with the riff yep and I'm doing this on the steering Crab wheel. Core. Crab core. Crab core at the knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me scoot the seat up real quick. So, yeah. <laughs> so he said that jokingly, and I was like, "You, you're right. I know you're being dumb, but you're right because it's like, man, what's the one thing that ever you see people at a concert? You know, it's it's something. Yeah, I that, remember being at an All the Remains concert, and Ollie would play a solo, and the whole crowd is doing this. I know this isn't the air guitar, but no, they're but sticking their the, hands up. The that's, that's, that's an it's air half, baritone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a giant. air cello. Yeah. So it's just the premise of it. It's like, man, everybody, like, you go back to the '60s and '70s, <clears> and you see all these videos of Woodstock, and people are doing, you know, along with Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Wow, so they're it's also just a, tripping on some shit. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. That's true. In their mind, they had a real guitar in their hands. Yeah, and then Pete Townsend from The Who hit some guy over the head with one because he got on stage. That uh, would have been a bad time to stage dive because yeah. Pete Townsend from The Who would have hit you over the head with a Les Paul. So, um, thank you, Danny, for not doing that to me. So, I think uh, I think the the top ramen guitar is a close second. What the what? You've never you've never seen that? Oh some yeah, dude, the guitar made, made out, out of guitar, ramen noodles. Uh, fucking yeah. ramen noodles. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that. Like, is it like I, I would hope so. Like, it's like out of the bricks. It's not cooked. Yeah, ramen. he like it's he the, like yes, took big yeah. bricks and he like epoxied them <laughs> yeah, together so and then yeah. made a fucking guitar out of it. That shit's so, dirty. The the <laughs> real premise of of heavy metal hot takes is something that we always do. We you know we come up with usually we, like we do to be it controversial. We like to be controversial. So I like d- I like that take. Uh, you know, it, it makes me think of. Drums, air you know, drums, like, same like, thing. It's the same well, air, yeah. air drums, and it's like I think gateway. Like we we're talking about gateway music with radio. It's like the air guitar, the air drums. It's that gateway. What can you do? Yes. Yeah, you know, when yep. I was a little kid, I started drumming. I put tape on a counter, and I would hit it with pens and pencils. And each Holy piece shit. of tape was a different part of the drum set. And I was like, Yo, mom, look, I could play this whole song. Look. Yeah. You know, and it's. I bet you beat the fuck out of your steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, steering wheel indents in it. Yeah, yeah but it, it's the same thing. What's different about that to doing it in the air to 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 air guitaring? You know, it's like it's yeah. that gateway. What's that entry level that everyone, whether you can actually play it or not, can like kind of exist on and guitar appreciate guitar hero. Yeah, you know, it's that that. I felt like a rock star playing guitar. You know what was weird is I play guitar hero. You know what? At the you same were time. A, a rock star playing. You were every time you guitar lifted that shit. That's true. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Didn't you hear all the virtual crowd? I mean, they were going. Well, nice. I, I don't. I don't know that I told my. Uh, and I'm not going to get into it too deep, but like, I don't know that I had told my personal story on wanting to play the guitar. But my dad had bugged me for years growing up to get a guitar. Son, let me get you. A guitar i want you to start playing guitar at the time i was into hip-hop and i talked Alan about Iverson it jerseys yeah i was baggy jeans and air force one i was an athlete growing up and basketball was my thing and at the time hip-hop and basketball were were hand in hand so rock music or anything that i thought had involved a guitar i didn't give a fuck about well all my buddies had started playing guitar hero and rock band did well before that so they started playing guitar here and i didn't give a fuck about it i'm like oh 
That's cool. It's a cool little game. I'll play a sports game. Well, then Rock Band had came out, and I started drumming on the Rock Band game, and we would end up having family get-togethers every, like, Friday or Saturday night where we would, like, my dad's friends and my friends, we would start playing rock band and guitars my dad would fucking sing horribly in the background and uh, he thought he was I can imagine your dad <laughs> drunk Ronnie. He, he thought he was a legend dude oh, but I like, love drunk Ronnie. he that, thought he was Scott Stapp that game <laughs> seriously that game is what made me want to start playing a guitar MTV just that feeling or ATV it was, dude, Fury it was, was like, what made me want to play guitar but. this is fucking cool mm-hmm. and at the time I was, before that I was like I don't care about that I started playing that game and realized I had a sense of rhythm when I played the drums. And I'm like, okay, this is actually fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get the real thing. And I you know, uh, like 14 years later, here I am. But. Mine was the song Seek and Destroy by Metallica. I was just like, hmm, that's awesome. I want to play that. And yeah. that was kind of my like intro into buying a cheap-ass $100 guitar from my cousin and teaching myself how to play guitar. Yeah. You know. Because I don't know how to read music. I to this day don't know how to read music. I'm all self-taught. I'm off tabs. I, I don't. I don't. Tabs. Know, yeah. You know. And Preston's the same way. And it's cool. Like everybody has their own little story. You know, how they got into playing music. So it's hell. I didn't know how big of an. You and I've been best friends for 15 years, and I didn't know how big of an influence rock band that's, had on you. That's that's it, Tyler. Um. I remember rock band, or uh, I'm sorry, Guitar Hero really becoming popular not long after I had started learning guitar. So I had probably been... Yeah, you started earlier dad, than we dad, did. Yeah, had, you started Dad had started teaching did. me to play guitar, and then Guitar Hero started becoming this, this huge fad. And I remember I actually struggled. With, oh, yeah. with Guitar Hero. I never got past me. And did I actually you want, did found, you want to keep going down here? I actually yeah. found that a lot of people that were good at guitar like sucked at Guitar Hero. Oh, dude, I was terrible at it. But my dad even told me. No wonder I never He got was the one teaching me. He was like, Same. you know, th- this is actually a, a pretty decent game because it gets your fingers like working in a certain way and and gets your mind. Because, I mean, if you put the level on fucking hard or expert or yeah. something like that. It wasn't like, easy, dude. Like, you oh, had dude, to yeah. get that shit. And your strumming had to match it. So Exactly. Yeah. So um, I had the one with the whammy bar. I mean, you know, if you didn't have the one with the, the whammy bar. like, Did you ever have the Explorer? Well, here's the hot take. The here's the hot take. <laughs> fucking Guitar Hero shit on Rock Band. Rock Band fucking sucks. Guitar Hero shit Agreed. on Rock Band. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Wrong. No, fuck! Get out! Get out! I'm so team Guitar Hero, dude. Guitar Hero's music was so much. Guitar Hero's music was better, but I, and this may be my own personal situation, just because I had got into Rock Band but not Guitar Hero. Rock Band, how do I want to put it? You can't even back up your own point. Yeah, I'm not really good at this. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we put him on the t-shirt. <laughs> Only because oh, I felt like as a musician, even though I didn't know I was a musician before this point, I built a sense of rhythm because of the drums with Rock Band. Yeah, but the drums on See, Rock Band sucked. They, like a fucking they did, but they were around. Bang the shit out of those motherfuckers. Guitar Hero got the rest of it. 
Which yeah. Is, is oh why yeah, they I did. Years yeah. later, that's so right. It's like, yeah. it's like Rock Band was the Rock first Band was the was, original Rock Band, like yeah, where you could play everything. Yeah, you could play bass. You could play yeah. Guitar Hero was guitar. Even Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero Three was after the explosion. Yep. Guitar Hero Three. So good, but even then, the split screen, the two player was kind of not all there. It was like you had to either play like I play half the song and then you play half the song, we go back and forth, or we have to like. Do you remember when they did lead in rhythm though? Like that Mm -hmm. was yeah. But it was like it was like rock band. I feel like developed the group thing first more, and the uh, the rest of the instruments. But the mechanics of Guitar Hero are just... Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, being able to so play Freebird solo. Yeah, and the circle buttons and not the squares <laughs> just feel cooler. Like, the circle buttons about is way it. better. Cody's like, I, I brought it all the way down to the 12th fret. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and like, then Guitar Hero, you know, they had Guitar Hero, Aerosmith, Guitar Hero, Metallica. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, they really went down the rabbit hole of expanding way better than Rock Band ever did, I thought. But and did anyone here ever get Dragon Force down, like, on Expert? No, not on Expert. Dude, no, go, no, 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 no. I, at one point in my life, I could play, like, half that song not looking at did the anybody, on wow. Did anybody else, did anybody else have the guitar here guitar that had the tapping board, too, where you uh-huh. could tap the shit? Yeah. So I oh, had, I, it might have been Guitar Hero 3, when my parents bought me that, they bought me the guitar that came with it, and it had the board halfway down the fretboard that had, you could tap it. You could tap your notes. And, like, that's kind of like what I, like, taught myself how to work my right hand on tap, and I'm still not a very good tapper at all. But for a time, I was. And that was the coolest fucking thing ever. I'm like, Rock Band doesn't have this shit, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Eddie Van Halen in this bitch. I'll say I knew uh, one person that did the Dragon Force song on Guitar Hero. And what he is did... Is it Mitch? No, it was a, a buddy of mine that uh, played drums, actually. He was an amazing drummer. And this motherfucker, this cheating-ass motherfucker took a headband and wrapped it around the, 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 the first button, the, the first button. and then he say, just started just going nuts board. on the rest of it. I was like, you motherfucker! That's what I was thinking of, is dudes used to rubber band the first note I'm, and then hold it down. Because, I like, the entire song. Yeah, I mean, I can't even go how fast you dumb. Then you're not a true expert. Facts. Facts. No, because you can't rubber band a guitar. Which guitar hero did the... Or what's it a called? Capo. 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 Capo, yep. That's a what was man. the guitar hero yeah. that had the... Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. I know, it's I, guess. I know. <laughs> was it two or three that had the Coheed and Cambria song on it? Um, it was Rock everybody... Band, wasn't it? No. Not... It was Rock Band, yes. Rock Band had Coheed and Cambria. It was Rock Band. Band. Yeah. Yeah. I played it with you then. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was Rock oh, Band, not Guitar Hero. I thought it was two. Yeah. it was one. I know okay. it was rock band. Well, then I must have played that song on. with you because I vividly yep. remember playing that. That riff was fucking amazing. And it, I, I think that song kind of blew them up. Motherfucker played that song on a double yeah. neck because there's a 12-string yep. verse in that too. SG. Yep. Which is so interesting. You know something I learned recently? Like, uh, totally random, but the whole uh, video games and music thing? Crown the Empire. The oh, only oh, reason... Oh, I love that. Know, they got their sign. They got their first deal because of a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 montage uh, video Holy phase shit. clan before phase was ever a thing yeah. uh one of the guys like would before make, phase clan was big mm-hmm, they would make you know quick scoping videos oh, and dude. uh uh one of them found crown the empire who was like a local band to them yeah and was like hey dude i make youtube videos for call of duty can i put your music in it and they were nobody they were like i don't care please and that video got like seven hundred eighty thousand views and a label rep saw it 
like Holy the music, sign them. Dude, that all goes back to think about, Damn. and I, I mentioned it just a second ago. I don't think anybody heard it. Excuse me, all the ATV off road Fury games. Yeah. Oh Bro, shit! Yeah. Come on. How the fuck what? did I come across Crossfade? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's how I found Slipknot. Before Tracks. I forget, was on yeah. ATV off road Fury. Well, yep. Oh man. Crossfade. Oh, this is like the third or fourth time we've talked about that. Video on this games show. were yeah. so pivotal for me in metal music. Mm -hmm. um, the, the dirt racing, ATV yeah. off road Fury, and the motocross games. The MX. The best. Yep. Dude, the best. Tony Hawk. Yep. The Tony Hawk games. Tony, oh, dude. bro, the Dead Kennedys. There was so many fucking. There Primus. was a there was a rollerblading. Prima, Primus, yeah, yeah Primus. <laughs> there was oh, a rollerblading, a rollerblading game I played when I was a kid that had Hoobastank on it, and that's how I came about Hoobastank. And I'm like, holy shit, this shit is the heavier Hoobastank stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, this all the is Tony Hawk Underground awesome. games. The Tony yep. Hawk Underground games, obviously Guitar Hero, and then the the ATV, and then the MX games had the best soundtracks ever, and and introduced me into that's what that's the shit that got me into ninety nine seven the Blitz mm. because I found that same music on yeah. the Blitz, and I was like, yep. oh my fucking god, there's a place where all this shit lives, yeah, and mm -hmm. I can listen to it on a daily basis. So full circle. Bring, I was gonna say bringing that yep. shit full <laughs> circle, <laughs> bringing that shit full circle. So. So now that you guys know an idea about heavy metal hot takes, have any hot takes developed in your brain thus far? Uh, this is your one chance to get controversial. Oh, shit. Spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> if not, it's perfectly acceptable. I don't know. This I might know be this might be hypocritical and Where's make no sense given what I do. Uh, uh, genre blends have a limit. Let's chill. We're hitting the peak. <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. But like, you know, uh, what what's a good example? I don't. I don't. I like to hear Twang with a thrash solo. I like to hear an 808 verse under something with a breakdown. And sometimes I hear all three done really well, but when you add seven other things to it, I don't need a sax solo and a twang and an 808 and a break. But I feel like you're talking about Bill Murray right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Look, I regretted saying it. I said because everything I'm saying, I'm like, but I love it when Bill Murray does it. It's I've so never tasteful. Look, look, it's tasteful. Bill Murray did a flute solo in one and of his breakdowns, and it was fantastic. Novelist puts a sax solo in a song, and I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to Foreigner. Yep. Treasures. We've talked about them before. Like, no, we 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 get we're bad about it. We talk about oh no no they're not metalcore they're this or you know and we're like oh we fucking hate that and it's it's such a constant battle of like God don't be that guy don't be the genre Nazi just like yep, the genre police yeah. like but I'm so guilty of it because and and God damn people on TikTok are way worse than me way fucking worse if you miss genre a band. It is the end of the fucking world for some of these people. Yep. If you call Whitechapel metalcore, they are gonna burn you at the stake. Well, and yeah. I'm like, bro, chill. I'm sure that man <laughs> yeah, I mean, has chill, a song but about also, that. So. Yeah. But also, <laughs> Whitechapel is definitely death metal. Like it's not, you know, it's not. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, just. Yeah. Take so I guess breath. I guess something like that would be, you know, we had a conversation about Silent Planet, and I think Silent mm -hmm. Planet is new metal. Mm. But there's a lot of people that mm. call them like metalcore and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but it's fucking new metal. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's fucking new metal. 
Like Speaking of, I think they're from California. Are you guys in? I know you had mentioned a few bands, Deftones, and somebody else that's from California. Deftones? You guys got into Sil- Silent Planet? Mm-mm. Woo! No. Check out their new song. Check out their new song, Anti Life. We're about done, so when we're no, done, no, we'll no, play no, some no, Silent no, Planet. Okay. We'll, you need to look up uh, Orphan. Or no, I'm thinking of Orphan Twin by Norman, Norman Jean, Jean and and uh, Silent Planet singer. Damn it. Oh the, yeah, he was on that song too. I frustrate it? myself Panic with room. my in, Panic, Panic Room. Ah, oh, Panic, Panic Room by room. Silent Planet. Shout out Silent have Planet. Mercy. Like, Even though we did on the last episode, was it the last episode? Yeah, Maybe. I think it was. Maybe. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Well, speaking of that, another quick little piece that we like to do: any music recommendations? Yeah, absolutely. Any which you've named a couple bands, but anything you guys haven't mentioned that you would like to put out there for folks to check whether out. local or something what was the one you mentioned about that you're uh uh one of your favorite bands right now brave lake brave lake brave you lake, remembered yeah. yeah so brave lake was definitely one what what else because our list our listeners love this shit death, death grips okay okay brave lake uh sleep token but you guys already mentioned them they're like bigger now i guess um bill murray bill murray sure. that's bill one that's yeah these guys my sister murray, my so. sister went and seen what's the bill other murray band about? he's in uh i don't wipe my ass march huh, march march ahead or, <laughs> yeah, the march march ahead or the, something like that the march the march something it's I, badass I it it's is his metal ahead, shit and it's awesome it might be i think so that's one i just can't get into Dude, his his metal shit is fucking awesome yeah, that's just one band I, I can't think it's get the into March ahead. for whatever reason. Yeah, I think so. But the I can't March get into periphery. It is either. the March Ahead. The March Ahead, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's got some jams, dude. But Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill All right, Murray hit, us, hit us with some music recommendations. Give me like five. Ten. Jesus, that's a lot. <laughs> 37. <laughs> this song called All Through the Night by 5 by 5 It's honestly okay. one of my favorite I love songs. It. I love the, the shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> love it. It's yeah. such a good song, though. I swear <laughs> it should be on the radio. Dude, I, I'm... I'm glad that you're in a band because it gives me something new to check out. So yeah, thank I'm, you, bro. I appreciate when I that. search thank it you, on please. when I search it on please, Apple Music, is it the number out. five and then by words, the number words, five? Words F I V E B Y F I V E. All one word. I think it's all one yeah, word. Found it's all one word. Found, oh, found I'm not, y'all. I'm not seeing the song. What I'm sorry. All through the night. I'm not seeing that. It's not oh, their yeah, Wubbly Bubbly EP. Yeah, Wubbly Bubbly KO. Okay, that's you guys. Okay. Uh, All K- through the KO night, we did with Dropout Kings. I love, their, I love okay. seeing the explicit. Right now. When I see the E for explicit, I know it's about to be a rager. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, we say swear words and shit. <laughs> I immediately think, oh, this is gonna be fucking badass. Because every word out of my, every other word out of my mouth is fuck, and I hate that. But that's just my vocabulary. I hit my drums explicitly. <laughs> out, out fucking standing. Outstanding. So. I use an absurd amount of China. Cody, I know you got more. What else? Oh, I shit. I can't think of anything right now. You you say something. Death Grips, Bill Murray, uh, uh, Steve Miller Band. Oh, love Steve uh, Miller. Band. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm a big like hardstyle nerd, so if you never listen to like hardstyle hardcore EDM, check okay. it out. Okay. It's a weird blend. Uh, it's a very very small get niche overlap. Okay, but it exists. I think it all sounds the same. It does, but if you find the little bit that's you know, that's you interesting like. that you say that because <laughs> five minutes ago you mentioned, uh, however you had worded it, but 
be careful when mixing the or blending the the genre styles together so i'm curious i'm very curious and my glasses are dirty well i'm like it's like a it's like a it's like a back-to-back thing it's like do you mix your food on the plate or do you just like it to butt up right against each other yeah that's man how do you how do you eat i (laughs) cannot stand when my fucking food touches cannot stand it depending on what it is do you eat one thing at a time yep you're a psychopath. What a child. You're a I psychopath. Do. It freaks me out if I'm here, here, here. here. You're oh, a that's psychopath. That's so wild. Yep. Yeah. I love all my baked beans and my mashed potatoes mix. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So Facts. That's a good hot take. It's time to yeah. end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, baked beans, mashed potatoes, put them together, you pieces of shit. <laughs> all right. Well, Cody, Gabe, thank you guys so much for coming on. Oh my God, thanks for I, having us. No, 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 no. Yeah. The honor is all ours. Thank you. It's yep. we're 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 getting bigger and bigger guests on, and we're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like getting off. <laughs> we have. I, I will tell you, we have been juiced out of our mind about having you yep. on, and yep. which God having you on too, Gabe, has been awesome because we get fucking two DJs from the night. I'm like, we got a twofer. Um, so Let we alone have been, another local band member. We have, yeah, no yeah, shit. Let's so, go. Five by my five. God, Shout out a, five by five. What a great way to social end. Social media plugs? What, what, yeah, what give got? us, yeah. You got five social media plugs? Five. <laughs> five by five on everything. Yeah, okay. Band okay. Band. okay. Yeah. You got yeah, social media plug. plugs you want to? Um, My Instagram's Cody Jean Jacket. That's metal as fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it. that's like the only thing I, I have. I have a jean jacket and it's metal as fuck. I love do you it, have so. a jean jacket? I do. My friend called me what patches Cody Jean Jacket. What patches? I don't have any patches. I don't either, bro. Oh, you don't have like a cool jean jacket. Battle jacket. Just no jacket. battle jacket? Just a, oh. just a jean jacket. Bro, I don't have it. patches on my jacket. You're like, bro, it's not have 1984. You s- have you seen the movie Nope yet? What yes. is it? No, no. Uh, is that nope. uh, Jordan Peele's deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You have? Yes. You know the, the alien. The thing? alien's called Jean Jacket, and that's where I got my handle oh, from. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It was not nearly as good as Get Out. It wasn't that good. No, it, like it was really good cinematically, but yeah, it, the like, cinematics were great. I don't think it was as good as Get Out. Oh no, yeah, I Get think that's Out his was best one. Really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. The what was the second one? Us. That what it was yeah, called? that it was, was trippy. It was trippy. Yeah. That one fucked me up. That was like almost. That was more fucked me up than like the first season of American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the best season. I watched like good season. Ooh, you think that's the best? Yeah, I watch it Coven. every year. Well, I'm rewatching it all. I just finished Coven, uh, so I'm I'm on my like third or fourth go round. Coven's uh, good. Coven's, Coven's the second great. best season. Yeah, I think. I watched like Asylum two. Ep- two. You got I couldn't Asylum. get into Asylum. That's some people's favorite, but I couldn't. Yeah, I don't like Freak Show. Uh, yeah, I didn't I really like, like it after Freak Show. Hotel with Lady Gaga. I really like. I that do one. like that scene where they're in in the bed with all the blood. Yeah, that was that was sick. I watched yeah. that. that I watched like two <laughs> episodes. I watched like two episodes of that show, and this dude ended up having to have his baby eat blood or something. And I'm like, nope. This is, oh yeah, the, oh, the new season, the vampire me. one. Yeah, I don't like yeah. scary movies. I'm a little pussy, so yeah, it's, not, it's all good. <laughs> no, that, I, actually, I like happy stuff. Popular opinion. I like 1984. <laughs> give me, give me the kid, the like kid animated movie. I did too. I did too. <laughs> the Richard Ramirez side of it was really good. Plus the synth riff at the mm-hmm. end credits really got I me going. Love <laughs> so synth, yeah. yeah, I like synth. Uh, Separate did, the same. art from the artist. Okay? Yeah, dude. Facts. <laughs> facts. So again. 
thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been an honor, and I'm I'm glad that you guys ended our season four perfectly. So, Absolutely. again, uh, thank you so much to all the listeners uh, and viewers on YouTube out there. Uh, without without you guys, this would not be possible. So, uh, social media plugs for ourselves. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all YouTube, all the fun stuff. At TSIS Podcast, or just search the Screaming Idiot Show. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys and gals so damn much. Can't wait to bring you another banger of a season for season five. Holy shit! Can't believe we've uh, we've been been doing this for as long as we have already, and and hope to continue to improve uh, and and bring great content for for all you folks out there, and and continue to grow this community. And without y'all, that would not be possible. So thank you so much. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots. Peace, love, dove. Let's go. Oh, my God, guys. That was so fucking awesome. For real, thank you. Yeah. Hey, my goddamn man. It was a really good time.